Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spicky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill plan to privately interview former FBI lawyer Lisa Page. The Russians who were indicted, would you ask Google to, to send them here? Well, I might. I hadn't thought of that, but certainly I'll be asking about it. All right. Oh, boy. Happy as a clam, as always, to be here. America's journalist right back where we should be. Whether you're joining us live uh, from the OIWD studios or we are part of your Monday morning commute, we're just uh, we're thrilled to, to have you here. You know, we're happy to be here. Uh, I'm Bryden. This is Right to Bryden. And with me, as per the huge the internet uh, terrorist himself, Spicky. What's going on there, bud? Oh, just thrilled to be alive. Yeah, I am fucking. I am pretty sore, pretty beat, and uh, scared for my life. Uh, there's maniacs out there, guys. <laughs> guys like Glenn. Don't be like Glenn. Uh, Glenn's a fucking homo, and he likes to uh, threaten to kill people on the internet. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I was. <laughs> I was looking at some of those. Uh, some of those DMs there, uh, really strange ones. <laughs> like, meet me at the flagpole. I am very clam. And then, like, you know, oh, this is a different person, not Glenn. Yeah. I, uh, you know, my my brother's a homicide detective, and you better knock it off. You know, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with guys? Dang. Okay, first and foremost, I'm just gonna have to ask you. I know it's not you guys that listen to this show, most of you, most of you, but you gotta stop being so fucking weird. Like, just stop being so fucking weird on the internet. Dude, you know what happened to this guy is, uh, he got catfished by, uh, an old lady. <laughs> and he lost his fucking mind. So, uh, he was trying to, like, put some puzzle pieces together. And he ended up, like, accusing four people of being this, three or four people of being the same person. But I said, no, Glenn, that's not the case, you fucking idiot. And he just came unglued. Now he makes a new account every 12 hours and DMs me. This is not Glenn. Okay, Glenn. And then he just fucking <laughs> loses it again. It is fucking amazing. He is the greatest punchy bag I think I've ever had aside from Tim Graff. I was about to ask how, uh, how Tim Graff was doing. <laughs> well, well, if I wasn't in a seven-day timeout, I was actually trying – I was – considering trying to get glenn and tim to fight there's no way that wouldn't end with a homicide <laughs> it's it's just it's just so weird like i i know i keep saying this uh just time and time again but i, I think i'm right here spicky like it's it, everybody's just so fucking strange these days on the internet you know you used to like uh, be like, oh, I like this band. And then you'd be like, oh, what are other bands like this? And then you could like talk to people about it and be like, oh, well, that one's pretty good. Or like, let's play video games and, and all of that. And then now everyone thinks they're saving the fucking planet. 
Uh, and, and like, this is, you know, the revolution guys, just so you know, will take place on twitter.com. It's very, very important, uh, that you understand that it's bizarre. Uh, I just, everybody's so fucking strange. Like I thought we were all just like having fun and all of this shit, but no, there are people that are deathly fucking serious about their Twitter accounts. Well, well, what's funny to me is the same people who, uh, are diehard into like, god and all this shit which uh is obviously uh fucking hilarious and gay um those are the same people who literally think they're fucking saving the white race on fucking twitter it drives me fucking nuts you're not saving shit on twitter well you know yeah you might red fill right red pill a few people you might actually swing some fucking boats you're not saving the white race fucking crying about fucking having fucking babies when you're fucking childless or fucking a whore who fucking uh has three kids but she fucks three other guys she met on twitter.com while she's a fucking married woman you're not saving shit you're a fucking idiot shut up oh it's it's just funny and like i used to think it was funnier until i i just realized like these people are out there in the world you know and it's kind of like fight club like they're everywhere you have no idea uh, you know, like you, you go through Taco Bell and like there is just some fucking anonymous spurg like handing you your your chalupa. And it's like it's it. you know, I mean, I, I encourage you guys to to talk to people about these things, obviously, uh, to, to get out there and, and, you know, do things that can help. But um, Twitter's not the way, my friends. It's uh, it's far from the way. It's just. Twitter's for fun. You need to do just fucking ironic posting or just like drag retarded people or something like that. But whew, there's a lot of uh, a lot of very serious uh, buckaroos out there, and it's uh, it's a strange one, man. Could you imagine thinking, actually believing, people actually believe they are saving the white race on Twitter.com? I'd rather them. I honestly, these people. I would rather them think that they're doing that on Twitter than like go out in the real world and just be like, "Gotta McVeigh some shit," you know, like you know. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying go do it, but I'm not saying I'd rather them be on Twitter doing it. I'd just rather them stay at home, man. I'd rather them stay at home. It's uh, just let's let's uh, you guys can do that. That's nice, but uh, what an what a what an absolute nightmare. Um, so we are, we got, yeah. Oh geez. Like bad. Like, and not just like fun retarded, like, ah, you know, just like scary retarded, you know, like the actual, like, well, okay then. So that's why I'm very, uh, liberal with the block button. You know, I just, I block accounts that are just like retweeted. I'll see them and I'm like, I don't like that avatar, that name, anything like that. And a block and a block. Uh, It's, it's just more fun to do it that way. I don't, I don't. I'm just so tired. It's also tiresome, you know. I just can't do it anymore. But man, we've got uh, a lot uh, on the on the stack today, huh? Um, geez, yeah. like a lot of stuff to get through. Uh, we got some stuff. We're, we're gonna start out with some midterm stuff. Um, got a, a story that came out today uh, regarding uh, Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, Trump is just going around giving everybody the fucking finger. It's fantastic. Uh, we do have a, uh, a, a a paid sponsor segment from our number uh, number one funder, not not our number two funder, Infowars, but our number one funder, uh, Elon Musk and and the Boring Company. Uh, I know it's kind of been done to death, but we're gonna have uh, our our take on the whole 
uh, struck hearing um, and, and some of the updates with uh, Paige. We got to talk about uh, oh, the 12 Russians and all of that. And then if we have time, there was um, something that went down over in Chicago uh, that, you know, is, is funny. And we're going to have uh, 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 Peter Teft uh, come by and he's got a report that he wanted to uh, uh, wanted to get out here. So we got uh, we got a lot to do today, man. I, I don't know. You want to go ahead and hit the Nas on the smart car I hate here? Yeah, might as well. OIWD presents Right to Bryden. 100% correct. 70% accurate. So you might have heard about this. I am... I guess conflicted uh, or not conflicted. I'm just, um, I'm tickled pink by it, but I don't really expect there to be too terrible, uh, terribly much uh, to happen here long term. But uh, California Democrats endorse uh, Kevin DeLeon over uh, Dianne Feinstein. So, um, if you remember from the uh, from the primary there, Kevin DeLeon got a very small percentage of the vote, but he was the number two. Uh, also, you know, obviously a Democrat. He was uh, the uh, head of the state Senate, actually. And we got some fun clips regarding this fella. He's very uh, progressive. We'll put it that way. And then obviously, you know about Dianne Feinstein, the just old, terrible, terrible woman who at very least this will be her last term uh, when she more than likely uh, wins. But um, so the uh, California Democrat Party on Saturday voted overwhelmingly 65 to 7, uh, 65% to 7%, 28% had uh, said no endorsement to endorse Kevin DeLeon for the U.S. Senate. Uh, this is uh, this is interesting. This is interesting because it shows where at least certain parts of the country where the Democrat Party is headed. Uh, and we've said it before, and it's just a, a good thing to, to remember, especially as we start to get closer into November, is that you've got a large part uh, of the party that are these rabid progressive socialists, really. I mean, let's let's not split any hairs here. Let's not make any uh, any butts about it. They're fucking socialists, okay? And then you have the more old school, I guess, if you want, establishment, uh, you know, Chuck Schumer types. As much as Chuck Schumer is a fucking piece of garbage, he's not quite a socialist. I mean, he's not quite a socialist. He's an open borders asshole. He wants to just tax the shit out of everything and give it to undesirables and ungratefuls. But he's, he's not as far left as uh, a lot of these people are. So when we're dealing with uh, the California Democrats... And they're going, I mean, Feinstein has been there for, oh, jeez, I, 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 how long, Spicky? I mean, it's been like, what, more than a decade? I don't know. She's been there a yeah. long time. It's been, it's been like uh, 25 years, something like that. I don't know. She's been there a very long time. She's been there a very long time. And I guess people are uh, kind of tired of her shit because they want more of the Maxine Waters style of uh, impeach 45 and, and surround these people. These are rabid leftists and they're just not the, the, the establishment is just not ready for them to come into power yet because they will lose to sensible opponents, even if they are, uh, you know, Republican opponents. They're going to lose to these people, not in California. I mean, no matter what, you're getting a, a Democrat senator over in California. They have the jungle primary. So it's the choices, Feinstein or Kevin DeLeon. Uh, 
It's it. I, if I had to put money on it today, I would say it's still going to be Feinstein, but you never know, right? Uh, Feinstein obviously upset with uh, such a development as anyone would, you know, like, hey, we've been friends for a long time. What are you doing? I've done all this stuff for you guys. And then what? We're going with the more progressive guy. Now, this is the fella. Uh, this was from like 2014, something like that. This is, this is Kevin DeLeon's, uh, you know, obviously he's very pro-gun control. Um, so This is a ghost gun. This right here has ability with a 30 caliber clip to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. 30 magazine clip in half a second. <laughs> you fucking retard. What a gun. Okay. 30 yeah, bullets one. in half a second. Like throwing out a bucket of water. It just goes. Bleh. Yeah, it's a shoulder fired Gao 38. Well, and the thing is, um, to my knowledge, what a quote unquote ghost gun is, is a gun without a serial number on it. So uh, when you get, um, was it like the, I, I don't remember, but you you know, you get uh, an AR-15 part offline, you modify it, and then there you go. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't have a serial number technically. There you go. Um, I did well, not know that it turned it into just fucking cannons. Yeah, the receiver still has a serial number, so... Uh... I mean, uh, you can't legally own one without a serial number, so uh, it's very difficult to buy one without one. But uh, I guess it probably does happen. But, uh, man, turning it into a fucking railgun is fucking pretty impressive. <laughs> well, I'm just strictly going off of a Vice documentary that I that I had seen about some guy. Um, Don't you do know. that. Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, this is I think this is where the term comes from. Uh, it sounds way cooler than it is, I think. Um, but that, that's, uh, we shouldn't be surprised by that. He's been mocked in the past for that. Uh, you know, they, we can't be surprised by that clearly, right? Because they, they never know anything, uh, about firearms and they just know they're scary and they don't want you to have them. Um, you know, you can go ahead and eat a dick, anybody that, that wants guns. But, um, this also... Now, this won't surprise you because, you know, California uh, uh, state senator here and, and the you know head of the Senate, actually. But uh, here's another clip from old Kevin. Immigrants who come to this country, the vast majority, irrespective of their legal status, are very hardworking, law abiding residents who pay their taxes every year. And the reality is with the executive order and the criteria that has been developed, any individual, I can tell you half of my family would be eligible for deportation under the executive order because if they got a false social security card, <laughs> if they got a false identification, if they got a false driver's license prior to us passing AB60, if they got a false green card and anyone who has family members, you know, who are undocumented knows that almost entirely everybody has secured some sort of false identification. That's what you need to survive, to work they are eligible for massive deportation. Lot to break down there, Spicky. Um, let's let's just do it in order. Half of this guy's fucking family are illegals. Uh, yep, send them back. Let's go. <laughs> Round them up. I would start immediately. I, and you got to you guys you got to remember too that um oh oh Kevin De La 
fucking soul over here, uh, was the guy that uh, introduced the Sanctuary State Bill into California to begin with. This guy is not uh, a good actor. You know, you know where his allegiances lie, and it's to the unwashed hordes that are now taking over California. And it's fine because they're just doing what they have to do to survive, which is fraud, you know. He had gotten on uh, some cable news show not too terribly long ago. I mean, it's been months or whatever, but uh, actually had the, the audacity to say, well, crossing the border, um, you know, it's, it's a civil matter. It's not a criminal matter. Okay, so fine, fine. I, 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 I like to say, let's not talk about what the law should be. Let's talk about what the law is. And he's right. Yeah, sure. It, it's, it's a civil matter technically, I guess. Um, but you know what's not is fucking making fake IDs and fake social security cards, fake green cards and all of that and operating with those. But you know, you just got to do it. So you, you, that's just what you have to do to survive. So, well, okay. Let's, let's say, uh, yeah, let's say you're hungry or, you know, something. I mean, it's, it's robbing that KFC. That's just what you got to do to survive. All right. The logic doesn't, like add up. I mean, I wish he was just kind of an honest guy that said, I just want open borders. And, uh, I, 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 I'm not thrilled with, uh, with, with people having things that all of my scumbag family members don't, even though I know this guy makes more money than, than I do, you know, more money than a lot of our, of our audience, I would assume. Uh, of course, California is having quite the, uh, pension problem. They don't know how to fucking pay those. So I, I don't know. California's going to go broke, but this was, uh, this is the type of, of thing that, the, the type of rhetoric that is just widely accepted now among certain parts of uh, the, the, the Democrat Party. You know, it's, it's, I, I, I don't want to say, okay, it's not, I, it's not a good thing. Okay, it's not a good thing because it's not a good thing that anybody would be thinking like this. But if we're thinking strategically, this is a good thing for us because it is tearing that party to pieces. And most people, most people are going to hear that and go, well, wait a second. I thought identity theft was not a great thing, right? So they're going to vote for us. Um... I mean, I guess that's re that's really it. it. I wish I could stamp out that whole line of thinking anyway. But while it's there, at least there's the silver lining that we get to use it to our advantage. Because this guy's batshit. Yeah, they're trying to play the sympathy card. Uh, but what he didn't realize is he just admitted to his entire family doing a bunch of crimes uh, on the federal level. <laughs> uh they're fucking, man, they're getting so bold and brave with this shit that, uh, it's, <laughs> did he do this? He, he must've slipped up and like thought about it after and been like, wow, I really did fuck up or they're that dumb. I, I just, I can't imagine being anybody that stupid to just be like, you know, uh, I got fucking three family members who just, uh, robbed the Seven Eleven and shot three people in there last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh yeah no big deal and then the cops start looking into it like you know i hope ice does i hope they fucking round his family up and they're just fucking right in the back of a paddy wagon and ditch them on the other side of the border or actually i hope they tear his family apart into little pieces and take the kids and put them <laughs> in one place and just 
their parents in another, but... They just deport uh, them to different places. They're like, Senor, I am not Chinese. It's like, yeah, yeah, get on the plane there, bud. <laughs> yeah, you're going on a fucking boat. <laughs> you get off on the first stop. I don't care where it is. Oh, man. Just, I... Yeah, but I mean, they're just, they're so... They're either really fucking retarded or they are just... They're getting very, very brave with this, trying to play the sympathy card, and uh, it's not going to work well for them. Well, this wasn't even uh, too terribly recently. This uh, to, That last clip, to the best of my knowledge, was uh, even just a couple years ago. And that shows you the real extreme part of, uh, of, of the Democratic Party is— it is this open borders, uh, and you're right. The, the whole sympathy card, trying to trying to say that, um, it, it just, dude, they didn't used to be like that. I think they ultimately always wanted to, um, and and you know W wasn't much better with all of his bullshit. But they're they're quite bold. They're quite bold. It's just like he didn't say like, oh, I fucked up. That plays well out there, you know. That that plays well. And if these people, I mean, you know, it goes without saying, I think everybody knows this. If they do end up getting any form of amnesty, anything like that, one, that won't be the end of it. And two, well, there we go. We just we just fucked ourselves out a whole lot more votes. Um, what we've got to hope for is that there's enough people that hear that type of rhetoric and just go, that seems a little bit too much. Because I think they just played their cards uh, a, a, a little too quickly. I mean, they even recently, they were like, we're going to have a, an abolish ICE uh, bill. I think it was in the House. And then uh, it was like, all right, do that. And they go, well, no, 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 we're not going to vote for it. No, 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 sorry about that. Because it's just, it's just, they, they, they've kind of lost themselves. Like, they've got all this uh, ridiculous rhetoric and they built all of this up. And they have brainwashed so many generations of just, pissant liberal college assholes that they don't know how to get the, the establishment uh democrats cannot contain any of this and obviously i mean everybody knows what happened to bernie sanders in 2016 that's going to cre create an even bigger divide so it's really just a race to see if they self-destruct uh before this attracts uh you know certain types of just absolutely retarded people um, yeah, I mean, California is probably just a loss for ever. We just need to get a big saw like Bugs Bunny and just cut it off into the ocean at this point. But I wish this guy, I wish this guy was the only one. He's just an extremely destructive guy out in California. Uh, there's more and more of them coming though. I mean, this is one of those things where it kind of emboldens people to, especially out there uh to, to you know kind of come up and uh be these open border fucking cancer fucking faggots on society you know uh the socialist thing is uh that's getting a little bit out of hand too the extreme socialist the communist fucking marxist faggots but uh you know when you get people pushing open borders and that at the same time uh it's got to be eye-opening to the people who pay taxes, you know, I know there's really not that many of them in California, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, it's got to be eye opening to people like that. Because I know if you did that, what they do out there in a lot of other states, people would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Well, 
I, uh, unfortunately, like I said, this guy's not the only one. Our, uh, our friend, uh, uh, was it, uh, Ascasio, how do I say that? I don't know, Casio Cortez. I like the keyboard, but it's a Casio, Casio Cortez, I don't know. Um, she's going to be uh, campaigning with Bernie Sanders in, in Kansas. So uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Sanders uh, are going to be in Kansas next week uh, for a pair of candidates in, in that state, clearly. Um, I don't know why, you know, she's really going out there. I, it's interesting to, again, see, uh, you know, who's going to be pushing her because, you know, Chuck Schumer doesn't like this bitch. Not in the least bit. She pals around with people that not so friendly with uh, with the Jews, and I I want to I want to see her like become the face of the party. I mean, she's young, she's not ugly. I mean, not really my type, but you know, she's pretty ugly. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you know what I mean. I mean, she's not like Diane Feinstein or like you know Maxine Waters or some shit like that. I mean, somebody that's just like old and blah. Like you know, she's a she's a young woman. Uh, I want to see her really be the face of of the party. And I think over in her district in New York, uh, Anthony Pappas has a real good chance of actually beating her. Uh, you know, way way more than he would against uh, uh, Crowley. You know, who she primaried, but. I, I I can't wait to watch these speeches of just the outright fucking socialists out there in fucking Kansas, my dude. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, nice little quote uh, quote here from from Sanders. All over this country, you have people who understand that we need to change the minimum wage to a living wage. That healthcare is a right, and we need to rebuild our infrastructure. Uh, those are popular issues in the Bronx. These are popular issues in Vermont. In Kansas, they've gone through the uh, former Governor Sam Brownback agenda, uh, and they do not believe you should give tax breaks to the rich and cut Social Security. So, if anything, it's just interesting to see where the party might be headed. Because they're not going to be able to sustain a real and, and rather abrupt, I, I would say. I mean, it's been building up, but it's still rather abrupt. Just sharp turn down Communist Alley. That's not going to play well with just normal fucking people, especially when the economy is doing as well as it is. People may not like Trump as a person, but they, uh, it, it, if they're doing well, if they've got jobs, they're not really going to want to change shit. And, and Donald Trump's the hell of a jobs president. Imagine being the fucking guy who compares the inner city of New York to uh, Vermont. Who was like oh, uh, doing just fine, just by themselves, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, where the economy doesn't really affect them negatively when the uh, economy crashes. Same with upstate New York, New Hampshire, Maine, lots of places in the north where it's just, you know, not a whole lot changes. Gas prices go up and down. That's about it. And he's comparing uh, a place where it's like six dollars for a gallon of gas in the fucking summertime to that. He's just, he's completely fucking unhinged, dude. I, I i personally would like to see him mentor more of these mentally retarded people and they just keep trotting them out there. Uh, I would like to see it uh, continue in lots of different states so that way they're fucking slam dunk victories. It's not going to take much for uh, Democrats or right-leaning centrists or, or hell, even left-leaning centrists to take a look at some of these policies and say 
uh nope i'm out fuck this this is retarded well that and the stigma in america around communism hasn't really gone away except with the you know the 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 college brainwashed uh, millennials and all of that and there's some gen xers and stuff like that but they you know largely have like nice jobs and stuff now and they're like ah oh, you know they 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 miss punk rock and they still skateboard if or they can't anymore because their knees messed up or something right um but communism's still not popular among people that actually vote or actually engaged because the whole uh the, the there, there's just still that fucking stigma. And I I know that, like, you know, you'll talk to the commies and they're going to say otherwise, but then they're also going to say that they're, like, you know, oppressed by the system or whatever. It's like, no, you're not. You know, you can buy uh, Che Guevara T-shirts and shit. Like, there's no... Um, it's it's kind of kitsch, you know? It's it's like, uh, oh, I'm going to rebel. Like, I mean, hell, I even have this... Uh, uh, I even have this coaster here from... Uh, it's Revolution Brewing. Uh, I don't, I don't think I've ever had them, but it's a, it's out of Chicago. Maybe we'll get to what happened in Chicago later, but you know, you couldn't have like <laughs> Hitler ale, like you can, you know, you couldn't do it, but people inherently don't like it as Americans because they grew up and they're like, eh, I don't really like that. I always heard communism was bad. And that's why I think a lot of people were even attracted to it anyway, is it's not so much, uh, it's just an easy way to rebel, I guess. But when it gets down to, to the voting and shit like that, you, you just, I mean, you're not going to see it as long as the economy's doing doing well. If it, it was if it was in the shitter, I think more people would be on board with it. But I don't know. Fuck them. I mean, the more that they, uh, more that they flop around like a bunch of jackasses, uh, the better it is for us. Um, can't stamp it out in, in, entirely, unfortunately. So just got to watch for them. Uh, watch them to fucking explode. This is Right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. This was interesting. This came out just today. Uh, it's from the Daily Mail, actually, which we don't normally cite the Daily Mail, but it's just the one I have. Identical letters to the editor in 12 states slam Trump's Supreme Court pick and warn that everything that we hold dear is at stake, and they're all signed by different people. <laughs> Uh, let me, let me, uh, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is all kinds of messed up. Uh, do, 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 do. Judge Brett Kavanaugh is going, yeah, confirmation process. Oh, this whole, uh, this whole article's fucked up. Well, anyway, um, you remember a few weeks ago when I was saying you ought to, you ought to call in to, like, Limbaugh's Open Line Friday and, like, the, uh, uh, like the, the the Virginia radio shows and stuff like that, and say like I like Corey Stewart and we like Corey Stewart and all of that. Well, I mean they're uh, they're doing exactly the same thing. You know, it's just um, it's it's just an astroturf effort is all it is. Uh, and I mean I got to say I'm a little impressed. But uh, there's uh, at least 21 U.S. newspapers ran identical letters to the editor opposing uh, President Trump's uh, Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh last week. Now that would be what, that would be one thing if it was like, oh, they just sent it out, you know, the same one and it was signed by the same person. But it wasn't, which seems to be a, a pretty fatal mistake. I don't know why you wouldn't just sign it all the same person, except, okay, maybe nobody's going to make the connection. And it seems like, uh, you know, a lot of letters and there's all these many different people. I'm not sure. Like, it just seems like a, a major fatal flaw here, right? Speaking, it just seems like we would have done it better, frankly. I think anybody would do it better. 
Uh, he kind of reminded me of that video uh, that was going around maybe three months ago where it was an overlay of all these different news stations, CNN and Fox, local affiliates and shit like that. Same exact script. Uh, I don't remember the exact wording of it, but it was just the same thing. Same exact wording over and over again for fucking a ton of them. I, I just, uh, how do they expect to not get busted with doing something like this? I think it's because they have like never been caught really too terribly much. Uh, I, I Like they but always they have, get away with They it. have recently. And, and yeah. that's the thing is uh, once it happens once, you'd think you'd, you know, try to uh, maybe do something a little bit more sneaky, not blatantly obvious like this. Well, I don't know. I think this is more of an establishment thing. Um, it's something that they've always gotten away with and has always, you know, worked in the past, which is something that scares me about the whole uh, witch hunt investigation there is I wonder how many times that they've done this shit in the past. We're not the only ones that are sneaky motherfuckers, you know. Um, it'd be nice if we could be a little bit more sneaky, but I just thought it was I just thought it was funny. And you've got all these people against Kavanaugh. There's nothing that they can really do about it, but they're going to try to just slander the guy. It it just seems like maybe they'd do a better job. Oh, now I understand what's going on with this website. They uh they just screen capped all of the uh all of the things here. Uh, yeah. So let me let me let me read it. Brett Kavanaugh is the wrong choice to replace Justice Anthony Kennedy on the Supreme uh, U.S. Supreme Court. If he is confirmed the Supreme Court, everything that we hold dear as a nation will be at stake. From protecting women's rights to choose uh, to dismantling the Affordable Care Act, Judge Kavanaugh would be the swing vote that takes away our rights. His lifetime appointment would also mean blah, 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 blah. And let's see. Let me scroll down. Oh, yeah. It's the same exact fucking thing. Did they even do that? Yeah. No, it's time for it's time to take the for sale sign off our democracy. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, Catherine Lilly, uh, Mauricio Benet. Um yeah, I just, uh, and how do you think that these fake news fuckers feel at this point? Like, knowing they, they got played. Uh, I, I wish I could have, um, I tweeted it out. I'm not sure if anybody sent any emails out. Uh, there was some fucking pissant, fucking asshole, you know, gash journalist that was looking for immigration stories. Um, I, I believe a, a friend of the show, uh, Rom, uh, had a buddy who uh, speaks Spanish, so he was going to try to get to write one in, but... I, how do you get caught doing this? Like, how do you make such a fucking... I don't understand the logic behind it. I'm actually frustrated I don't understand the logic behind putting a different name at the end of all of it. Like, and, like why? Why not just make it the same fucking person and then you, you'd be good to go? Because then you could be like, ah, oh, well, it's... You know, they just sent it into a bunch of places and it all got published. Good for that person. I don't get it. Yeah, it's not a very uh, not a very good play, but uh, then again, they're going to turn around and just spin this like they're the victim when uh, bad shit happens to them, or uh, you know, they get caught doing something like this. Yeah, but even how it's... you get out of it, like how do you get out of it? I think I mean, we're just not ever going to know where this came from. But like, I it's somebody thought this was a good idea, and there you go. Or you know what it might have been. You know what it actually might have been? It might have just been a, a default template that was sent out on some email chain, and that that might have been it. That would be using uh, 
just reason, uh, I'm going to say that that's probably what it is. It's some small email chain that they were like, here, and, you know, just send this out uh, and sign your name, which, again, doesn't really make much sense, but that's got to be how it went out. It can't just be one person sending it all out under different names. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably pretty likely, but uh, it's still pretty fucking stupid. It's a really bad look, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just shows a, a general lack of creativity among the uh, among these left-leaning individuals. I thought they were supposed to be, like, the smart, educated, artsy ones. Like, you know, we're writers, and, and you know, we, we play music and comedy. And they stopped being that. Um, I, I, They're just angry. They're just yeah. angry now. That's it. Well, I mean, dude, like, fucking MC Ride is angry, and he made some great fucking music. You know, DMX, angry guy, makes made great music. I don't know. Just, uh, just seems weird Chris to me. Chris Brown is an angry guy, and he doesn't <laughs> make very good music. No. No, but he knows how to have a good time, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> oh, God. Nobody throw no, no artist throws a better right hook than Chris Brown. <laughs> This is Right to Bryden, the number one ADL honeypot podcast. So, yeah, um, Trump is on his uh, We're America, bitch, eat a dick tour, and it's uh, it's pretty great. Obviously, he went over, he met with NATO. We talked about that on the last episode. Uh, and then, you know, he got into some, got into some issues uh, with, the, with the whole... Uh, in London thing, there's an article from The Guardian here that Trump leaves London after wreaking diplomatic destruction. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, we can we can get through some of it. Uh, we've got we've got a lot of stuff coming up here, uh, which is which is you know pretty nice. Uh, and he's going to be in Helsinki. Uh, I might have to wake up at 6 a.m. just to watch this shit before I have to go into work. But he is going to be over in Finland, uh, meeting with Vladimir Putin. And but before we before we do anything else, let's let's uh, let, let's focus let's focus on uh, on Helsinki here um, because this is from the Washington Times. President Trump labels European Union, Russia, China foes of U.S. President Trump named the European Union, Russia, and China as foes of the U.S. as he heads into a Monday meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin in uh, Helsinki, Finland. I have lots. Uh, I think we have a lot of foes. I think the European Union is a foe, and they do. Uh, they do trade. Uh, do us. Do this to us in trade. Mr. Trump told CBS uh, News in excerpts of an interview released Sunday. Now you wouldn't think of the European Union, but they are a foe. Russia is a foe in certain respects. China is a foe economically. Certainly, they are a foe. That doesn't mean that they're bad. It doesn't mean anything. It means that they are competitive. They want to do well. We all want to do well. Man. Well, that seems like, okay, you know, I, I thought nothing of it. And that's, you know, that's just Trump. But listen to the, uh, listen to the old bite here. Um, and tell me if, if this changes the context of it in any way. Who's your biggest competitor, your biggest foe globally right now? Well, I think we have a lot of foes. I think the European Union is a foe, what they do to us in trade. Now, you wouldn't think of the European Union, but they're a foe. Uh, Russia's a foe in certain respects. Uh, China's a foe uh, economically, certainly. Uh, they're a foe. But that doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean anything. It means that they're competitors. They want to do well, and we want to do well. And 
doesn't that change the context just a little bit? Who's uh you know your your biggest competitor? Who's a foe? Like who who said it first there? Amazing, amazing how yeah. they do this. It, it is, it is. Yep, just uh, selective editing to the fucking max. Anything to make uh, make Trump look bad. Yeah. I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I saw the article first and I thought, awesome, USA, USA, USA. And then I thought, let me, let me go take a look here. Uh, and I just found it on Twitter. I wasn't, even, I wasn't even planning on watching the damn interview. I didn't really care that much. Uh, I just care about, you know, what happens tomorrow and, and, and all of that. And there's going to be a joint press conference. And for some reason, that was like breaking news on Fox. I'm like, well, of course, they're going to fucking do a joint press conference, dummy. Like, is this your first day? But that caught me. Uh, just, I don't want to say it was a surprise bite, but that just kind of caught me off guard. Um, like, there it is again. Because if you just read the article, it looks like Donald Trump called the EU a bunch of fucking pussies. No, that's not what happened at all. He was repeating what was said. And I, that that's where you're going to get these, uh, you know, these types of of headlines here, Trump leaves London after wreaking diplomatic destruction uh, and, and, and all the like from that. Because we go, we go into it all the time, but that is the fucking narrative. Uh, Trump is, is, is responsible for all these things. And when he was uh, standing there with Theresa May, uh, when he refused to talk about how he criticized her, when he, he owned up to it, uh, he said, you know, I, I didn't criticize, but, you know, I, he was, he was talking about, uh, it was a, what was it? it was with the sun, right? He had that interview with the sun where uh, he didn't like uh, how Theresa May was was handling the Brexit thing, which I don't think anybody is. And well, I mean, both sides either stay or leave. Nobody is thrilled with how uh, how they're handling that. But supposedly it's going to happen in like May 2019, something like that. Right. But man, I'm sick of these fucking assholes. You get you. you I mean, they just blatantly lie, and then they're going to turn around. They're going to turn around, and and you're going to hear uh, th- things like this. Let me. Uh, I think I. I think I. Do I have the clip? I do have the clip. I just got to get it uh, over here. Uh, John Bolton wigs out when ABC nails him for punishing CNN by canceling interview. I don't communicate with them. This is also. I mean, we're we're all familiar with clickbait. It's the only way that these assholes can make any money these days, which is fine. I don't blame them for it. I'm friends with some clickbait sites, but uh, let me get. God damn it! When you've got uh, when you've got this this type of thing going on, and you have you have CNN complaint yeah, Acosta uh, complaint. Who he's so aptly named, like he just accosts people. His name is Acosta. Yeah. You know, I mean. Some people, you know, like, uh, uh, who was that asshole? Uh, who was the Ponzi scheme asshole that, uh, that fucked everybody over? Bernie Madoff? Yeah, Bernie or Madoff. The no, 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 no. Uh... Bernie, Bernie Madoff, because he made off with everybody's fucking money. You know, it's uh, some of these people. Makes you wonder about Kellyanne Conway, actually. You're like, oh, geez, I don't know. But so uh, John Bolton was supposed to have an interview uh, with CNN, and then they canceled it. And, you know, I'm not a big John Bolton fan. Uh, but anyway, here's here's the clip uh, from, from ABC for that one. Caliphate is removed, uh, and as long as the Iranian menace continues throughout the Middle East. And I want to ask you about Putin and freedom of the press. Vladimir Putin and his government have jailed journalists. Uh, there have even been 
accusations that there have been, uh, they've carried out murders uh, of, of journalists critical of the Russian state. And we hear President Trump, doesn't he kind of contribute to that authoritarian effort to undermine a free press when we hear him brand legitimate news organizations as, as fake, legitimate news stories as fake? Doesn't that contribute to exactly the kind of undermining of the free press uh, that we see out of Russia? Okay, you big baby fucking puss-faced journalist scumbags. Uh, Donald Trump refusing to answer a question because you're a known instigator and fucking asshole where he, while he's out, uh, doing foreign, you know, statesman shit, uh, and Putin, like, jailing and disappearing motherfuckers? Stop. Stop it. And this, this is, uh, this is the motherfucker, what's his name, is John Carl, is that right? John Carl over on ABC. I, I called him fake news on Twitter. I encourage everybody to, uh, to do just that, but... That's how dramatic it is. We didn't get to... Uh, CNN is obviously a real news organization, except for all of the fucking... All of the times that we've known they are they are not. Uh, my favorite is, is the Koi Pond thing. Like, that, that, was, that was my favorite, where uh, they, they cut out um, uh, President Abe uh, dumping the rest of the, the, the food into the Koi Pond. That was my favorite one, because it was just the, like, the dumbest thing to lie about. You know, it was just very, like, a like it's a thing that, like, a third grader would lie about, you know? It was just, like, the dumbest thing. But, uh, old uh, mustache warmonger himself has a little bit to say. No, I don't think that has anything to do with it. And let's just be clear. Franklin Roosevelt met with Joseph Stalin at a time when uh, activity in Russia was a lot worse than it is today. I'm not excusing present conduct. But it didn't seem to bother Franklin Roosevelt, and liberal Democrats weren't bothered at the time when he met with Stalin. So let's let's try and uh, have some historical perspective here, and, and not act like we have the attention span of fruit flies. But but wait a minute, I'm not asking whether or not it's legitimate or, or appropriate for him to meet with Vladimir Putin. I'm asking if the president branding real news organizations, real news stories as not real contributes to this effort that we see from the Russians and from other authoritarians to undermine a free press. Uh, 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 I really honestly, Jonathan, I think the question's silly. Well, let, let me ask you about... And don't say I'm attacking freedom of the press. I just characterized your question. Okay, well, you were also scheduled to appear on CNN this morning, and the White House press secretary announced that your appearance would not go forward uh, because a CNN reporter, quote, disrespected the president and Prime Minister May at the joint press conference. Is it really appropriate to deny a news organization access to a White House official because a reporter tried to ask a question at a press conference? Yes! Uh, look, in reality, I, I don't seek out the press. I don't talk to them. I, I, I uh, appear when I'm, I'm asked to, and if I'm not, if I'm not asked to appear, I don't do it, and I don't communicate with them either. As you could find out if you consulted your friends in the Washington press corps, whom I don't communicate with. Okay, let me ask you about what the president, the president's characterization of. Ah, uh, blah blah blah. Eat a dick. Uh, you know, I, 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 that's one time when I've actually liked John Bolton. Uh, he's like, yes. listen, I don't communicate with them. He wanted to say the N word like so bad. You could just tell under his yeah. mustache. He was just like, you're all a bunch of fags. Like, you know, uh, he's like, well, yeah, he, had to, he had to really pause and think about it there. Be like, yeah, I can't really just call him a bunch of retards. So, uh, 
Yeah, I just don't communicate with them. <laughs> I don't talk to retards. Uh, I don't know why. But yeah, that that's that's a very good uh, that's a very good response from John Bolton, though. I mean, that's uh, that's putting on a clinic. That guy had no idea what the fuck to uh, to do and reply. And then John took the question out of his mouth when uh, you know he he, he was going to ask uh, about undermining the freedom of the press. John took the question right out of his mouth. Well, the thing that they that they do is they want to they they feel entitled. You got to remember when it comes to these press assholes, they are there because the White House is nice enough to allow them to be there. These are called press credentials and you can lose them. I have a a sneaking suspicion that the reason that Acosta has not lost his is because he makes CNN look fucking terrible. Uh, I don't know that many just Democrats, uh, I'll, I'll be honest, because most of them won't talk to me, you know. Uh, I, I, I work with some, and, and we've, you know, exchanged a, a few things back and forth, but they're like, you know, normal people. They're not going to choke me where at work or something, right? Uh but I would imagine even they are not thrilled with CNN. I, I'm friends with a, a, a Hillary lady. You know, she was big into Hillary. And after the election, she didn't like CNN at all because she thought that they gave Trump too much airtime. Uh, I'm sure that there's quite a few people that think, you know, Jim Acosta is the greatest guy in the world and he's out there just yelling at the fucking president and shit. Yelling, he's yelling not just at the president. And this is this is kind of weird, but my thinking is like, Fine, let him yell at the president. Donald Trump can handle himself. But how many times now have we seen Jim Acosta make a scene in front of other world leaders? You remember uh, the uh, the DPRK uh, and, and Trump, you know, meeting. So he's like yelling shit at fucking Kim. Uh, now he's yelling shit at fucking Theresa May. This guy's an asshole. He, he can't stay around, but he's got to be around there to just make this sham of a news organization look worse. That's got to be the only reason. It's the only thing that I can think of. Yeah, I, I think at this point they're just trotting out a punching bag because they know he's going to sit there and take it and uh, kind of be a martyr for the news organization. But it, he is a fucking asshole. He's a piece of shit. Uh, I can't stand the fucking guy. Uh, personally, I'd like uh, I'd like them to kick them kick him out immediately when he has a fucking outburst or a tirade like he does. Uh, make him a single press conference now. Make just him. make an example. Make him. He sits up in the front row. Just make an example. Stand up. Turn around and fucking walk past everybody else. You shameless fucking faggot. Get out of here. I just I want to see like uh, Sarah Huckabee Stan uh, Sanders just like go over there and just beat the fucking shit out of him because like she's a big girl. She can take Acosta, dude. I would love to see her just go up there and just like bam, just <laughs> right in his jaw. And, uh, you know, just be like, all right, anybody else wants some? This, uh, this is what we're doing now. Or take a heel off and just fucking <laughs> wing that thing at him. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Nobody else deserves it, like, uh, quite like Jim Acosta does. No. Like, no, not in the least bit. I, uh, it's, I'm just trying to get into the head of Trump, which is pretty hard to do. Uh, I think I have a, a, a pretty good understanding of the guy uh, and how he operates. Um, you know, big fan, big fan of the guy, uh, great president, but I just, that's gotta be the only reason to keep the guy around. Um, but, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll go back to London for a sec here and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk, uh, what's coming up in Helsinki right before, uh, right before the break. We're kind of speeding along here. So 
Police in Sadiq Khan's London have used the Public Order Act to prevent a rally in support of U.S. President Donald Trump outside of the American embassy, despite permitting a large, ill-tempered anti-Trump rally on Friday. Uh, protesters attending the Welcome Trump event had planned to gather outside the embassy and march from, from there to Whitehall, uh, where they would have joined in with a separate free Tommy Robinson event. And I believe they actually did this shit anyway. Um, but what makes this uh, notable to me is what Sadiq Khan had to say about the, the, the big flop of that Trump baby balloon was, well, you know, if we just uh, didn't let uh, people say things because it would hurt their feelings, I mean, that would just be terrible. That would be terrible. Don't say anything about Muslims, though. And look, I, I went to the. I, I, I'm not all the way up on on the British uh, politics shit because you guys are fucking mad gay, and I don't really care about you at all. Like the president was being nice when he was like, "We have a highly special relationship. Uh, you're our bitch, just like the rest of the world. You're gonna do what we tell you to do, and that's just gonna be about the end of it. That's that's really all that we can say there." But when did the mayor of London, I I had never known a mayor of London in my entire life until Mr. Alu Akbar comes along uh, and he's he's just very, very, very biased. What I did like was from these anti-Trump rallies, I saw, um, you know, clips of that and this and uh, and the other. One, it was hellspawn. These people were gross and terrible looking, just absolute hellspawn. And... Secondly, they did, like like many of these protests, they did not know why the fuck they were there. Uh, it was it was confusing, I'd say, just to, to say the least. But they've got the mayor on their side. They've got Tommy Robinson, that Zionist motherfucker, is off in jail. Um, there was plenty of people there for Trump, and the president acknowledged that. He said that there were plenty of, pro- there were plenty of uh, you know, people there that do like the guy. And then, of course, they, you know, he had protesters over at his, uh, over at his uh, uh, golf course as well. But, and I can't imagine being that. Like, I think if Putin came to the U.S., like, it would still be just a ridiculously astroturfed uh, event for that. Like, the Americans don't really, we don't really care. Like, uh, you know, like, if, if any world leader comes here and we're like, eh, you know, I'm just going to check twitter and send a mean tweet i fucking hate british people uh yeah this is uh, this is pretty bad dude i i don't know yeah i think uh, it's a pretty good point i don't know when sadiq khan became the king of england no idea no idea but uh he certainly acts like it well then that, that was another thing too with the just the the lying press uh talking about uh Trump not having the right etiquette with the Queen of England and shit. And like, oh, you know, he walked and stopped yeah. in front of her. It's like she is four foot tall. You know, I'm pretty sure he just lost sight of this lady. And then he didn't bow. He didn't bow. We don't fucking bow. Saw the best tweet about that. Yes, I saw it too. The the guy who did a breakdown of like, here's the countries that actually do that, like faggots like Canada. <laughs> Well, I mean, no, the tweet that I was talking about was, uh, he goes, yeah, we haven't done that shit since 1776. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not see that one. That's that's fucking good, though. Yeah, no, somebody had a breakdown by, like, country. It was like, uh, yeah, 
uh, we don't do that, but uh, here's a couple countries that do, like Japan and uh, the faggots in Canada. Yeah, we don't do that. Well, and would you know to bow to the fucking Queen of England? Like, I, I'd shake her hand, you know? It's like, it, it, when I think of bowing, I think of uh, Asians. You know, I really just think of Asians. I don't know if the Chinese bow. If, if I met... Uh, uh, Xi Jinping, uh, I would probably, you know, I'd be like, oh, okay, you know, Mr. President for life. Like, you know, I'd give him a nice bow. Abe, give him a bow. Uh, I, you bow I, to Duterte. You you absolutely bow to Duterte. Well, yeah, you get on one knee and, you know, yes. you just say, <laughs> you say, you know, sir, where hand me a rifle. Where are the drug addicts? Uh, <laughs> that guy's a fucking lunatic. I don't know. He's the man, dude. Uh... <laughs> He's uh he he's the man. That's uh that's Paul Nealon in a couple weeks. No, oh, yeah, apparently that's what I hear. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I hear. Um, so uh, let's see. I guess I guess we can we can do this one. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna go over the first hour a little bit, uh, just a little bit. And you know, Peter, if you're listening, we'll we'll get this to you. But uh, I wanted to run wanted to run through this. So Helsinki. By the time that most people were listening to this damn thing. Uh, this meeting will have already taken place, but here's what we're looking for. And there's a sound clip here uh, that uh, I guess we're we're probably going to end up uh, playing. But a couple things to look for, um, you know, in, in this meeting. I, it, Trump said in that interview, I cut out the the last clip there, but he asked, uh, you know, are you go, are you going? Uh, the guy asked uh, the president, are you going to uh, ask about the uh, you know, the, the indictments, the, the 12 new indictments of Russians. And he goes, well, I hadn't thought of it, but yeah, sure. And we'll get to that investigation uh, and those indictments and all of that a little bit later in the second hour. But the timing is, and the White House knew. It's not like the White House didn't know. I mean, the timing is, is everything. This is all just just absolute bullshit. Uh, are you going to, where is it? No, it doesn't have the damn thing. Oh, here we go. Let's see if this is the one. Damn it, that's not the one. Okay, fuck that. Eat a dick. Okay. So, you know, you're going to get that. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? That was awesome. Yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, you're going to get Syria, which you're going to get asked about Syria, but Trump and, 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 and Russia have a fucking agreement with Syria, which is we're just going to kind of let this play out. All right? It's, it's a non... Uh, it, it, it's a non-issue, but the 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 two big ones that I guess people should probably you know pay the most attention to uh, one uh, and you're and you're you're not you're not gonna hear a bunch about this until tomorrow from the you know the pundits these geniuses is Crimea. You remember uh, Russia annexed Crimea and basically what are you gonna do about it? There's nothing that can be done about it. Nobody cares about it. Crimea River. No one gives a shit. But that'll be discussed. I'm sure nothing will happen. And then the other is the sanctions. I'm going to make a prediction here. Um, I don't think that we're going to be lifting any real sanctions, you know, anything that matters. Um, I'm not sure what, what the concession that that Russia would make would, would be. I don't know if he's going to go over Germany's head uh, with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Um, but pay attention to the talks of, of the sanctions. Um, that, that is the big one. And, and you got to remember that he's a trade president. Okay. 
Um, all of this comes down to money for the guy. So that's what I'm most interested in uh, as we, you know, head into Helsinki. Um, but I, I'm, I'm just very impressed with Donald Trump's eat a dick tour. It, uh, he seems to have just pissed off the media. Um, it seems like all of these world leaders seem to be coming around to our way of thinking. I mean, we, we pressed very hard on the last episode how amazing the uh, NATO negotiations were and how, you know, he, he's using that as a way to ease trade war and to say we're going to get our money and we can put pressure on you in many, many ways. Um, I would imagine there's going to be talks about uh, about russia's relationship with germany but i don't know how much information we're going to get out of that i'm i'm very much looking forward to the joint press conference um it seems like uh it seems like it should be a real good thing i mean honestly i mean the president said this over and over again it, it's not a bad thing to have a, a a relationship with russia to have a good relationship with russia you want to have a great relationship with everybody um but he also understands that like putin wants to make the ussr again he's never been shy about really saying that so I'm not sure what's going to get done. Uh, and even if things were great, they're going to use that to attack Donald Trump. If things go terribly, they're going to use that to attack Donald Trump. There's no way to, uh, there's no way to win this one. And like McCain was saying, like, oh, you shouldn't meet with him or whatever, but he just needs to die. I don't know, Spicky. What do you think, man? I, uh. I agree with the McCain statement of him just needing to go. He might actually be dead. I mean, has anybody seen him in a while? I I haven't. But uh, that's true. He's tweeting. I, that doesn't mean anything though. Yeah, no, the, I don't think he's tweeted in a long time. I think uh, I think Evan McMuffin probably does that for him. But uh, yeah, I think. Oh my that's... god! Wait, holy fuck! I just figured it out, dude. Have you ever seen Looper? No. Okay, so Looper is uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's is a young version of Bruce Willis, and you uh, get all the money in the world and you go around like assassinating people and shit. But then at the end, uh, you know the the uh, like oh you just you you know like go out into a field and then you just assassinate people, right? But Bruce Willis gets away and all of this, and then there's a big action movie. Um, Egg McMuffin is the young John McCain. I, I think that oh, that's God. I think that's what's going on. I think they're the same fucking person in 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 different times. How fucking horrible would that be? It's well, I mean, McMuffin's getting audited, so <laughs> have fun with that butt plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty entertaining shit. But I, I think that the big the big thing that uh, I, I really like of, about this Helsinki, Helsinki thing, where Trump's heading into it, him bringing really to light the relationship between Germany and Russia last week was yeah uh that was that was awesome that was something that nobody really talked about it's always Trump Russia Trump Russia Trump Russia well how about the former chancellor of Germany making fucking millions uh basically lobbying for Russian gas firms and set and 70 percent of uh of, of German energy coming from uh from russia there i mean that's that's not good you don't you don't want that so no no that's uh that's called your country being under russian control basically <laughs> you just shut you off and uh what's gonna happen you're gonna fucking freeze to death and you're dead <laughs> which you know 
who lives in Germany? I mean, are we really complaining too much? Yeah, I'm not upset about it. Uh, Germany is not for Germans anymore, just like Fran- the uh, France isn't for the French, you know? Do you see the soccer team? Oh, they're, yeah. They're, yeah, we didn't they're even... They're all from Senegal. Yeah, they they won. They won the uh, the, the World Cup today, so... yeah. The Which African why would you give a team. why would you give a fuck about you know that, that's that's what uh, multiculturalism and diversity in your country gets you that's what mass migration gets you is that you get to win a trophy that looks way too much like a dick it does <laughs> I mean, yay it, it was it, worth it it does uh, Stormy Daniel Daniels could take that entire fucking thing by the way oh man yeah I don't even I don't know maybe if we have time at the end we can talk about the uh, old Stormy news and. She just won't leave, but um, I think she's done now. I would hope so. Yeah, but um, so we're about uh, we're about at that mark. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick uh, quick break here. I don't see any text on the super chat thing, but uh, I, I do see Harry Clam uh, donated six dollars and sixteen cents. I appreciate that, bud. Uh, I don't know how Streamlabs work, so if there's supposed to be text there, then then I don't know. Uh, but, uh, do appreciate it. And we will, uh, we'll see you after this. We're going to have Peter Tepf, uh, on with a report, uh, that, that he has sent me a lot of notes on. He's got a lot of stuff. So, um, we got that. He's the best. Yeah. He is the best. He's a great guy. And then of course we've got, uh, the nice little store, uh, which you can see it's just gearbubble.com slash GB store slash right to Bryden. Uh, we got food shirts, we got the regular shirts, we got steel and kneeling mugs. We got all that fun stuff that you might need, um, you know, to uh, to dunk on the libs. Uh, we will uh, we'll see you right after this. I mean, like I'm a I'm, I'm a journalist uh, myself. I'm a good one. I, I mean, do you just make shit up? I would gladly fucking welcome that. Fucking doubt it. Surely you're not some fucking super retarded ninja running around just eating some shit. I'd be more than happy. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Okay, uh, cool. So we are uh, we are back here, guys, and uh, we're here with Mr. Peter Teft. Uh, he's got a, a an interesting report here for us. How's it going there, Pete? Hey, Bryden. What's up, Spicky? Oh, not a whole lot, Peter. How about you? Not much. I was just, uh, you know, this story, it caught my attention because uh, it involves the our attorney general here in North Dakota. Uh, his name is Wayne Stenjum. He's not on Twitter, which is a shame because I have a lot of questions for him. But uh, it uh, involves the, uh, are you guys familiar with the high value intelligence group? No. Negative. Well, in this, you know, in this story, it uh, it was broke by, it was originally broke, uh, funny enough, on America First Media, Nick Fuentes had mentioned a little something about it. He picked up on it, and he had Laura Loomer on his show, who's uh, a contributor at Big League Politics, but uh, there's actually, you know, an a uh, independent citizen journalist of sorts, uh, a bunch of them actually here in North Dakota. And, you know, it turns out through some, you know, some hard work and some elbow grease and some tenacity. uh, Apparently, uh, this person was able to get our office to essentially perjure themselves 
and sort of back themselves into a corner to uh, end up releasing uh, some documents that, well, what they end up showing is that uh, the attorney general was essentially selling private information uh, of North Dakota citizens. And uh, so I was just going to go through uh, some of these articles here, what they found ori originally. And as this story develops, they're kind of, uh, it's kind of, you know, breaking open a lot of the Spygate stuff. Uh, it has to do with that. And so, you know, it quite possibly uh, this stroke guy could be involved. And uh, just, you know, it goes way up to the top. Uh, basically, the... Uh, the high value in value intelligence group. Uh, there was a story about it on Fox news a while back and it's hard to keep track of because uh, you know, like a lot of these things, they kind of change their names. So back then it was called the high value interrogation unit. <laughs> and that was, uh, and they were kind of, they were, it was ambiguous to whether it was even allowed to have jurisdiction in America but it was rumored to have helped with the Christmas Day bombing. But uh, basically this group and uh, the mechanism in which it gathers information, uh, it was at, eventually it was used to spy on Donald Trump. And uh, this is kind of where it all started. All right. And uh, so I guess you got any questions, Bryden? No, no, I'm, I'm, you have my ears, though. I am intrigued. Yeah, so I guess real quick, just to touch back on how a lot of the story broke, uh, this uh, very tenacious uh, investigator uh, ended up getting, through a series of emails, ended up getting a clerk at this office to essentially perjure themselves. Uh, and, uh, you know, there were phrases thrown around it was it was a real trumpian like uh defeat of these people uh what was the one phrase the jaw clenching minions and that i'll kind of get into that a little bit later or maybe some other time on a show but due to you know certain other uh aspects of this story you know there's meth heads involved and whether or not some of these people are on meth or doing drugs or selling drugs or running drugs. You know, that's, uh, it's all speculative right now, but jaw clenching minions was used to describe the office of the attorney general. So I thought that was pretty funny, but, uh, so, you know, uh, a lot of this information was not just used to, I mean, you can imagine your information, uh, like, let's say, Spicky, you know, people wanted to know his his uh, name or his social security number or his telephone number or that his mother's maiden name was Gonzalez, something like that. You wow. know, that... <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh. Just kidding. Uh, this, uh, right under the bus. Essentially, what happened was, and this came out in the in the most recent article about it was this stuff was actually shared on the on the uh, open web, and it was you know subject to being 
uh, you know, looked at by Russian hackers, let's say, or, you know, sent to Pakistan by some mysterious uh, Pakistani, mysterious Pakistani man, as Trump likes to call him, you know, and th this whole story is having trouble breaking uh, through through the mainstream because this uh, a lot of this is being focused on what it was meant to this uh, what the high value interrogation group ended up pulling off wasn't called an operation crossfire and uh, they touched on a little bit of that in in the New York Times article on it and uh, you're welcome to look at that but that mostly just covers from what I've looked up that mostly just covers sort of like what happened. Uh, after all this was set up. So, okay, let me let me try to let me try to, uh, you know, condense what we're uh, what we're taking in so far. There is a uh, there's an organization called the High Value. Uh, was it uh, Intelligence Group? Intelligence and, Group, yeah. And what they do is gather information on uh, people that they would say are high value. Is that right? I mean, that's that sounds like what they do. But it got, before they were interrogating people, is that? Uh, largely what they're doing. And then someone uh, who was working for the North Dakota uh, Attorney General um, gave up information to this group. Is that is that right? Yep. And let me tell you what kind of information they gave up. Uh, as I said, we found uh, come to find out that they were sharing like Facebook posts and this and that. But a big thing what they were doing, too, was using facial recognition software that was being obtained through all of the uh, law enforcement agencies and gas stations that actually signed a contract with these people to allow them to essentially sure up their facial recognition software that they were using. And I remember many years ago hearing how they were using facial recognition software to read uh, license plates and this and that. And I'm all for the for the law enforcement, you know, having up-to-date uh, equipment and everything but uh what and i guess a little bit more backstory on this is uh and how this kind of ties in with a lot of the spygate stuff uh, edward snowden released in his tell-all a uh operation called uh op or excuse me codename lifelog and that was changed to the fbi face services which is also called a citizen log or citizen score. Like I said, they, they change these names a lot. So it'd be interesting to find out your citizen score. I'm sure that many of us have one. I'm sure I do being a citizen <laughs> of North Dakota. Uh, but uh, I can't imagine that it's very good. But uh, what the, one of the key missions for the HVIG, the High Value Int uh, Intelligence Group, was uh is it was to establish best practices and techniques for interrogations and to settle disputes over what works for, and what doesn't work in interrogations and to me that uh doesn't necessarily mean you know they're waterboarding people uh what it sort of speaks to me is that they're getting people to talk without them actually know that they're informing whether it's just gathering data from you without you knowing it or you know perhaps uh you know, in the case of like uh, Michael Flynn or Trump Jr. have a operative, you know, approach you with information and and then that's used to start a whole investigation. And then here we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this so, is something that, uh, you, you know, we know that the FBI does, uh, which, you know, we saw with uh, planting the 
uh, the, the the story into the head of George Papadopoulos before sending him over to the UK, UK to meet with the uh, Australian um, uh, ambassador. I mean, they technically don't have ambassadors, but, you know, seeing that, getting him drunk in a bar, you know, there you go. Oh, we know, you know, yeah, I heard that the Russians have Hillary's emails, and then that's a reason to go in and, and open an investigation. So, sure, this is uh, something that happens uh, quite uh, quite a lot. How does this tie back to the uh, North Dakota Attorney General? That's a good question. Uh, the North Dakota Attorney General, they were used um, basically to get this information and a lot of the, uh, from what I understand in the article, it sort of says uh, that it took a, a while to get this kind of authorization to gather this type of information, but it took the, it took basically the okay from state attorney generals to gather this information, you know, I guess they can't just do it without anybody knowing about it. But uh, it was only North Dakota's attorney generals and 13 other states, of which I haven't found out uh, which ones uh, actually signed on about it. That wasn't in any article I found. So they essentially um, signed off on approving, of, uh, you know, selling information, uh, you know, spying and then selling said information to a non-government third party. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Uh, that uh, party was called, or rather, I guess they, well, no, they, you know, they were giving it to the FBI. And then the whole, th the whole kind oh, okay. of uh, issue is, you know, we don't know what they're doing with it. In the documents I saw, it uh, shows that they're, they're called to I forget the exact term, but essentially destroy a controlled destruction of the material. But as we all know, once something's on the Internet, it's on the Internet forever. Um, so it's uh, and, and it's just uh, I guess from what I understand and any sort of uh, legal recourse anybody can take is that violates our Fourth Amendment rights right to, a, you know, they would need a warrant to get any private information and apparently our civil rights uh but again i'm not a lawyer so uh but one can maybe assume that uh you know this you know who whatever sort of entity is using this information is is using it to harm our civil rights in a way but i don't really know how to speak to that at all well, it's uh, just as scary that information would be handed off to the FBI as it would be to just a third party, given what we know about the FBI at this point. So I can understand that you're, uh, you know, you think there may be a connection with these uh, nefarious fellows and, uh, you know, what ultimately happened with the spying on the Trump campaign. Um, uh, it, it clear, clear something up for me. Um, how did this all uh, start to, to, to show up in uh, North Dakota. You said you, you're not sure of the other states. Is it only over in North Dakota that this is, uh, you know, being, being uh, spoken well, about? I guess. Or? I mean, I can only speculate as to why, uh, you know, certain investigators have taken an interest into it. But from what I understand, uh, our North Dakota's attorney general's office is sort of an anomaly in that it has more authority than our even our Supreme Court here, our state Supreme Court so much so that our state Supreme Court can't hold uh, uh, the attorney general in contempt. 
<laughs> so the attorney general, yeah. So the, you know, and <laughs> North you know, Dakota, kinda, we're all it, kinds of fucked. It's sort of like it's sort of like Sessions had re- already recused himself, and we just have this guy that is supposed to be leading this, you know, investigation, and, ha- and has no nobody has any real jurisdiction over him because there's nothing about right any of these people in an actual constitution. So it's all very uh, murky, I guess. But, uh, you know, and then the authorities under the North Dakota state law allow our attorney general to access all they, that they please, you know, all the records that they give them, the DMV and, and all these places. And that it gives them the right to sell or distribute it as well. Um, and I guess another thing to note, and I don't really know what to think about this, but the person that signed for North Dakota... Uh, was the North Dakota Attorney General for the Bureau of Criminal Investigation, the NDBCI. And his name is Dallas Carlson, and he's actually the uh, a Trump nominee for U.S. Marshal. Hmm. So I'm going to keep an eye on that. Um, and I guess, you know, and that kind of, I think, I, you know, we we had talked about this earlier, Bryden, when I had mentioned this to you uh, It's It's one thing, and I, and I know probably that, a lot of us agree that mass surveillance isn't a good thing, but you have to maybe think that, uh, you know, until we can figure out what the heck is going on with immigration, maybe, uh, you know, there are certain measures that, you know, clearly a lot of this surveillance was being used to target Tea Party organizations and all this and that. But uh, I'm not trying to, like, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just putting these facts out there and whatever well, what, the, reason, the attorney general did what he did, you know, it's got me looking at the Democrat candidate that uh, for attorney general, you know, because it's just nobody's talking about it. Not even our liberal media here is uh, bringing anything up about it. And then, you know, the the Democrat candidate, actually, uh, I wanted to bring him up was David Thompson. So, you know, it's we still have a very... Uh, let's say conservative polity up here in North Dakota. So Democrats tend to not lean towards the Nancy Pelosi types, if you know what I mean up here, but I just want to just say, gay. you can just a bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's why we had you on here. I mean, we, we don't, uh, you know, just do the, the national politics. Every time that somebody has got a story that, uh, you know, we like, cause we like you, Peter, you're welcome back anytime with all of this stuff. And I want to, uh, want to keep you, uh, you know, uh, on as a uh, as a correspondent and keeping us up to date with this type of stuff. Um, so uh, as we start to uh, wrap up here, because we've still got a lot in the stack, we're doing kind of a, a little bit of a long one tonight. Um, what have I not asked? What what are what are the big things that maybe um, like just if you can break down like five key points of what we need to be looking out for as citizens of North Dakota or otherwise? Because even if you just live in this damn country, you should be paying attention to what's going on in other states, guys. Uh, Ohio is not the only place that I look at. That's why we're talking about North Dakota. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I guess just another thing in the story that that sort of sticks out is uh, David Cuthbertson. And uh, at the time, he was the assistant director to the FBI under Mueller, I think. Uh, he was sort of the brainchild of this face service. And he actually went on CNN in 2013, four days after he signed this thing saying, yeah, we're going to look at all of your information. He went on CNN and blatantly lied about it. Uh, he said uh, he the FBI does not have any photos or private information, you know, and it's just it's just like Stroke saying, you know, that he doesn't have any bias. It's 
we have them caught red-handed and so, uh, you know these people were working all together the whole time so it's not just um it's not just trump that they're looking at is and we know this we all know this we know we're being spied on constantly uh but you know it, it's it's not just trump it's uh you know his voters his supporters anybody that might be deemed yeah, exactly. too terribly radical for these things like borders or you know <laughs> not selling their you know daughter to muslims or something um i guess uh one thing too is sort of some meme fodder i found uh while researching you know facial recognition software I actually found some articles that say facial recognition software is racist. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. The, our, the our technology one. has an easier time telling different white people apart from each other than black people, which proves that all black people look the same according to computers. <laughs> the, uh, the the best one was the uh, the what was it the iPhone 10 facial recognition the the scanner to unlock your phone and. Uh, it just any Asian person that put their face in front of the uh, the phone, it would unlock it. It wasn't just any Asian. The, <laughs> well, it was the complaint, sister, yeah. The comp it was their sister or whatever, but it happened more than once. That was one yeah. article. I've seen it a bunch of times where it's like somebody walking by and like uh, unlocks their phone. Like, uh, that's not the person with the phone. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've also any heard... Asian I've also heard soap dispensers, uh, you know, are racist because they weren't working for for black hands or whatever, and that ended up just being like a setting that needed to be changed. But yeah, I mean, technology's racist. We know AI is super racist. Um, <laughs> it's you know, I don't know, man. I mean, like one of these days, we're just gonna we're gonna have to eat our words when uh, Wakanda is real. So I don't know. <laughs> Well, cool. Um, Peter, uh, we gotta, we gotta do the rest of the stack. I sure. want to thank you for, uh, stopping by. Um, yeah, I guess the story's still developing, so there's still a lot to come out about it. Absolutely. Keep your ear to the ground on this thing. And then when you got more for it, uh, you know, let's come back and do it again. Cause it's something I'm interested in. Um, cool, man. yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Where's my, where's my drop for this one? Here we go. We'll do this. sure you were uh obviously taking your your thursday i think it was or maybe it was friday i think it was thursday off of work just so that you could sit there for 11 full hours and watch that demon struck 
go ahead and, and lie to not only Congress, but the American people. And I think it might have blown up in his face a little bit because Lisa Page, who was, you know, saying like, I'm not going to go. I'm just going to ignore a subpoena. Well, she uh, she had her closed hearing. And boy, howdy, am I excited to see what develops from that. But for the sake of just we like to, to give you our opinion on things, um, we're going to go ahead and go through the uh, the, the, the Peter Shruck hearing and and we got a couple clips and we got a couple things um i i i like to pretend maybe that you know we're not the only place that you guys get your news from and hopefully the only place that you get your news from is not podcasts so guys you gotta branch out branch out go to the go to the go to the greater people you know we're just kind of anchor men here uh so Strzok went in front of uh, in front of Congress. Gowdy BTFO'd him. You got you got all kinds of fun stuff happening there. But the big takeaway that everybody had was, "Wow, what an arrogant asshole!" And I guess just a nice launching point, considering again, you should just know this stuff. Um, this one this one was a fun one. We'll do this, and then Spicky I will 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 discuss. We'll discuss and analyze. When you have text messages, Mr. Strzok, the way you do, saying the things you did, you'd been better off coming in here and say, look, that was my bias. And you kind of get around to that a little bit when you say, hey, uh, you know, everybody's got political views. Those are called biases. And we all have them. And you have come in here and said, I had no bias. And you do it with a straight face. And I watched you in the in the private testimony you gave. And I told some of the other guys, he is really good. He's lying. He knows we know he's lying. And he could probably pass polygraph. It's amazing. Mr. Chairman. No, this is my Mr. Time. Chairman, I'm sorry. I, point of order. Paused. This point of order. No. The general state is point of order. A member of this committee just asserted that this witness who is under oath and a former agent of the FBI lied. There is no evidence of that. I ask him to withdraw it. I do not withdraw it. He is not a member of Congress. It's not a violation of the rule. And just as you have been expressing bias through your members about what a hero there is not a single person on this committee who has ever characterized a witness. Gentleman from Rhode Island. Gentleman from my time. Gentleman from Rhode Island will suspend. No, the disgrace of what this man has done. The gentleman from Texas will suspend for a moment. Is the disgrace. And it won't be recaptured anytime soon because of the damage you've done to the justice system. And I've talked to FBI agents around the country. You've embarrassed them. You've embarrassed yourself. And I can't help but wonder when I see you looking there with a little smirk, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Chairman, this is outrageous. You Mr. Know Chairman, this is an intolerable harassment of the witness. Wrong with that? You need your medication. <laughs> you need your medication. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that was uh, that was Representative Goimert uh, going after the guy, just calling him a fucking liar, which he is. Um, I know I've said it before. I'm going to say it again just for, for continuity. I do not believe that Strzok and Page actually were involved in any, uh, you know, intimate way. And not just because, you know, he's a, 
a turd who can't get to second base. Uh, what I really mean is if you look at the, uh, the text themselves that we've seen, none of it sounded like... It, 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 none of it sounded like people that were co even cozy with each other. They sounded like co-conspirators. They it sound like it was it was less like intimate. And I mean intimate in the uh, in the not in the in the sexual way, but in the way of uh, like two people that really know each other or whatever. It sounded less like like they were even like less of friends than Spicky and I. You know, it was very don't cold. This, don't make this sound gay. I'm, well, I'm trying hard to not make it sound gay. Uh, it sounded less cozy. It sounded like uh, co-conspirators. Uh, it, it, but for for him to just say, you know, you are a liar is is huge. That was that was nice. That's not a thing that you know people really do that much. And then the the Italian fella from Rhode Island that you were hearing is representative uh, was it Ciceline. Uh, and he, he's the guy that was like, oh, what's to stop me from, uh, you know, releasing the transcripts from the private hearing today there, see? You know, one of those fellas. Real piece of shit. Total fucking loser. Uh, obviously Democrat. Italian. Yeah, Italian. Yeah, Italian. Like, we don't like them on this show. But I, uh, I, was, I was thrilled. I don't know. I was thrilled. It was, it was one of many heated uh, moments uh, in there. And... I don't know, Spicky. I mean, it's it was it was obviously kind of for show, I guess, because all of these public hearings are kind of like we're gonna get this guy out here and we're gonna drag him. Uh, that's that's the whole point. And then the Democrats are like, we're gonna call him a hero. That's something that I really liked as well. Is he was like, how is this any different than you touting him as a hero? And everything that he said was completely dead on. Um, yeah. And I'm sure he probably believes that, uh, you know, Strzok and Page were, were diddling each other. I mean, most people do. That's the, the story that's been uh, presented to everybody. And it's a politically advantageous story because the American electorate, uh, they don't care about complicated issues. But if you're fucking somebody who's not your wife, that's something easily digestible. Just really don't buy that they're actually, you know, eh -eh, eh -eh. I don't really, I, I, I don't really buy it, but. Uh, what do you think happened in that uh, private hearing there? I mean, do you think he was just, I mean, it seems like he must have been just as much of, I can't answer that, I can't answer that. Yeah, I think uh, a struck was uh, beating around the bush quite a bit. And it kind of, it kind of wore on our buddy there who uh, lost his cool a little bit and uh, really held back from calling struck a fag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you know what these people are really thinking, and they think what we say on the show. We're just like, yeah, Struck's big gay dude. I bet his mom is like got a huge veg, <laughs> dude. Uh, could you imagine like the cover up for uh, a scandal like this is just going home and having to explain to your wife, be like, listen, it's gonna be a national story. I was having an affair with this uh, this fucking thought that I work with. It's not true. It's just a cover up. How do you explain that? I mean, what the fuck? What? It is so fucking bad. Like, you would see... you. I mean, he can obviously go back and show her the text messages because there's nothing there well, uh, and we don't, at all. Well, to the other point, though, we don't... Uh, these are only their, uh, their, their you know, job-issued phones. You, you we, would still see it, though. You, you would still, think. There would still be something there. There's no... I find it very hard to believe that uh, there wouldn't be something. A fucking heart emoji, you know? 
Yeah, nothing. There was nothing like that at all. It's so I mean, you would definitely see it. I, I mean, I especially, you know, but d- anybody in DC apparently uh, is not very faithful to their wife. That seems to be one of the things there. Like, it's just everybody fucks everybody. Well, most of DC is actually black. So yeah, you're dead on with that analysis. Well, well even on the outskirts. Uh, but it, it, it's one of those fucking places, man. It's uh, it's a black hole. Well, I guess once you live there, you're just, uh, you're a piece of shit. Once you move in, bad shit starts happening. But I, I really liked seeing Struck put on blast like that. Uh, but he is such a smug fucking faggot just sitting there smirking how much of that do you think was nervousness and then how much of it was uh uh the just the absolute like just he he because he's you know fbi the intelligence community nope they're uh they're they're trained very very well to lie and uh not deal with pressure whatsoever uh one of the things, uh, one of the things that they they the first things they do is uh, or used to do. I don't know if they still do it, but I, I used to read uh, quite a bit about it. Uh, they used to practice taking polygraphs on each other, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of stay calm, beat the fucking thing. That's one of the things they have to do with some of the situations they're in for, you know, for the job. But uh, that that kind of plays out when you're in a place like this. I don't think he was nervous. I mean, most of these people are fucking sociopaths, so. Well, that's what I was that's what I was getting at. Is how much of it is just like I'm in the FBI, you can't touch me. These are the guys that really think that they are so above everything. Yeah. They're so above the law and you saw it in the smugness of his face and the weird facial expressions. He really might be a demon. I don't know what was going on with that. Like nobody makes that like mm-hmm face besides James Bond villains, you know? It was just it was just strange, but you know, even uh, even in the clip we just played, you know, it was mentioned, like, I'm sure you could pass a, a, a polygraph. It, uh, it, I think it just, it, it just made people more angry. Uh, and this isn't, the clip that I'm about to play is not even uh, one of, one of the uh, best ones. I couldn't find it. I forget who was grilling uh, Struck at the time, but uh, he, he said something like, okay, what is what does Trump support smell like? You know, all of this. And, and whoever it was, I forget. I'm sorry, you guys. It was an 11-hour fucking hearing. Uh, he, he, you know, he basically made Strzok say, I fucking hate poor people alive to the world. Unfortunately, uh, most, of, most of the country was not paying attention. Uh, and the next time one of these things happens... Uh, if I'm able to, I'm just going to hop on a stream and give you a live commentary of it uh, through the whole thing. But um, there's, uh, there's, there's this now. He was forced to, uh, to, to read his text. Uh, Representative Daryl Issa uh, made him read these texts. So here's, uh, here's this clip. In front of you have a, a one sheet of paper that was presented to you a few minutes ago. Uh, and I'm going to just go to go to a date and then ask you to read your own words. <clears throat> March 4th, 2016. You want me to read this? Yes, please. Yes, sir. OMG, he's an idiot. May 4th, 2016. Now the pressure really starts to finish MYE. July 19th, 2016. Hi, how was Trump other than a douche? Melania? July 21st, 2016. Trump is a disaster. I have no idea how destabilizing his presidency would be. 
August 6, 2016. Uh, I don't believe I wrote this text, sir. Okay, it's been attributed to you, so we'll go on to the next. Incorrect. August 8, 2016. Uh, and I'll preface it by saying this for context. Uh, Ms. Page said, not ever going to become president, right? Right? Uh, no, no, he's not. We'll stop it. Repeat that again. No, no, he's not. We'll stop it. August 15th, 2016. I want to believe the path you threw out for consideration in Andy's office, that there's no way he gets elected, but I'm afraid we can't take that risk. It's like an insurance policy in the unlikely event you die before you're 40. On October 20th, 2016. Uh, I can't pull away what the, and I defer to the chairman whether you can or not just use like one letter if you don't mind. Why the F, what the F happened to our country, Lise? Okay, read it again that way. Uh, sir, did you not, was no, not I just wanted to hear it You one just want to hear it for yeah. me to repeat it. Please. Okay, sir. Sure. Uh, happy to indulge you. You smug piece of shit. Happy yeah. to indulge you. Well, why don't you indulge us for the fucking sound clip there, uh, Struck? Uh, I can't pull away. What the F happened to our country, Lise? Yeah. Okay. Uh Fun stuff there. And, and the, the media threw a fit. I think it was Wolf Blitzer or somebody like that was real fucking mad uh, about, oh, he made him repeated. He made him, how degrading. Oh, you know, they, they brought up his affair. How degrading. Oh, order, order. Meh, 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 meh. This guy's a fucking asshole. Like, I, I uh, you know, I, like Martin Scarelli was treated worse than this fucking son of a bitch. And we like him because he likes the Wu-Tang Clan. Farmer bro, free farmer bro. We need we need that going on, even though I mean guilty as hell. Oh my god, like super guilty guys. But uh, <laughs> I just still like... a nice guy. I can confirm that he is a very nice guy. I do like him, <laughs> but he he's fairly smug too. Yeah, you know I that uh, you you would think that you would learn not to be a smug piece of shit, right? You would think that you would learn. Okay, uh, this is a big deal and, and what have you. Uh, I have not heard interested uh interested here, Spicky. Um did you see any positive responses uh to Struck from any of the, the, the left Twitter, left media, anything like that? Uh I saw a lot of apologies for the guy. Not a lot of uh not not a lot of like, oh he was right. It was more like, well, he did a good job in the FBI and then the Republicans were mean to him. Uh it was it was not ever apologizing for this guy, you know, looking like he was uh, out of, you know, that, that, what's that movie with Peter Rabbit? Uh, not Peter Rabbit, the uh, Roger Rabbit movie. Like, so many facial expressions. And it, nobody was apologizing for how fucking smug and, and shitty this guy was. No, I didn't see it either. And I didn't also, I, I didn't see too many takes of, you know, like I, like I said before, like, these people are, they're fucking sociopaths. They don't. They're, they're, they're not going to look nervous up there. No fucking way. Uh, they're trained to be the exact opposite, in fact. So when they say, look, uh, you know, look how confident he was up there. Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, he would have been confident up there no matter what. You would, know, would uh, confident be the word? I mean, obviously he was arrogant. He was very smug. But could that have been uh, just kind of his way of, of trying to project something other than, oh, fuck. Like, uh, this is obviously nobody wants to be in that situation. I mean, if I am ever testifying uh, before Congress, I, I, I don't know. I honestly think that Zuckerberg did a better fucking job 
than Peter Strzok did. Yeah, I, I... Zuckerberg just came off as fucking weird, but we all knew that, you know, because his legs don't bend the right way. But, yeah. like, Strzok just seemed like... I, it made you angry to look at the guy. And I'm surprised that two women allegedly would sleep with this man. Yeah, he is such a fucking nerd. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it is fucking... That's one of those things, man. It, it did not go well for him, despite his arrogance and uh, uh, real fucking, uh, you know, his high level of confidence there. But even the left's going to be looking at it and be like, look, you got caught red-handed and uh, you're up there like a complete fucking sociopath just smirking like a smug faggot. So, uh, it, it, I mean, it's kind of tough to defend him, though, right? I would imagine that it would be, you know, the only thing, the only defense, like if I, I I try to put myself in the shoes of the opposing side as much as, as humanly possible. Um, The only defense that you could have is that, you know, this was, he was railroaded by the Republicans and drawn out and, and quartered just so that they can further their uh, agenda to end the, the Mueller investigation, which would mean that it's obviously onto something and this guy's a hero and all of that. But I don't think anybody, like, it wasn't even like a smooth cockiness, you know, it wasn't even like, uh, you know, he was like, he, you know, had one-liners or anything like that. He wasn't smoking a cigarette and wearing a hat. He, you know, he, he did not look cool doing it. He looked like a fucking fag. Yeah, he uh, he definitely did. He came off like a complete fucking moron too. But he, uh, like I said, man, they're trained. They're very well versed in doing this. Uh, you could probably put him up there a thousand times, and he'll do it the same exact way each time. Oh, I imagine he's going to be going back up there because uh, Lisa Page did cooperate uh, with uh, with Congress, and uh, wow, uh, she was in a five hour closed door session, which I hear is been very uh, enlightening um so this is from uh, foxnews.com former fbi lawyer lisa page was cooperative and credible in her closed door session friday with select house committee members that lasted nearly five hours uh, mark meadows uh, of north carolina had been among page's harshest critics heading into the session but said her cooperation speaks well of her according to the hill Meadows said he thinks the American people would be happy with Friday's transcribed interviews, uh, according to the Washington Post. Uh, she's been willing to help in a spirit of transparency. We've cl- certainly learned additional uh, things today. Uh, there's a tweet from, from Mark Meadows, because that's how you write articles now, guys. You put tweets in there. You don't fucking, you just got to fill space. Half the article. It's half, half the, the article, article, at least. It's like every time. And you, if you ever check with an editor, you're a fucking amateur. Uh, (laughs) remarkably, we learned new information today suggesting the DOJ DOJ had not notified Lisa Page of Congress's outstanding interview request for over seven months now. That's pretty big. The DOJ slash FBI appeared to be continuing their efforts to keep material facts and perhaps even witnesses from Congress. This is stuff that we knew. But whether or not that's true, I get it. You know, I trust Mark Meadows. I think Mark Meadows is great. He's part of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, you know, they're they're good people. Um, we'll, we'll see how true this is. I, Mark Meadows just seems like a genuinely good fella, honestly. Like, 
if you ever like if you're ever running around uh somewhere and you just happen to run into mark meadows he seems like the type of guy that would definitely shake your hand take a picture with you and just like make sure that you're doing okay like if you if he saw anybody just like sitting down on the side of the road looking sad i'm pretty sure he would walk over and just be like hi what's going what, what what's wrong also have you heard the good word of the constitution it's uh he seems like a good guy but you know he's he, when as much as we go back and forth on Gowdy, who I do believe is going to be the next uh, attorney general after November, uh, just a you know prediction there may happen, may not. I don't know. Uh, he just seems a little bit more, you know, friendly, and that he might uh, believe something like that. I don't think it's above Lisa Page at all to fucking lie. But what I think is happening here, as we see with all. Uh, you know, uh, couples crimes, you know, you, you'll see on TV when they like, uh, two couple, like a couple will go and like murder somebody. It's always the woman just like flips and gets like 10 years. And then he gets sent up the river for like 80. Uh, and sometimes they just execute him if it's Texas. Right. I think that's exactly what's happening now. Um, whether or not they were together, they are cohorts in this. They are co-conspirators in this. And I think Lisa page is, uh, singing like a canary, and is uh, ready to just send him up the river. I mean, it just it 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 just seems obvious at this point. But I don't know whether or not either of these people are really going to go to jail. I would imagine that Peter Strzok is, uh, you know, going to have a bad time. And no matter what, these people are financially ruined. The only person that I can say with an almost certainty, and and again, this is just a prediction, uh, is McCabe. Uh, there have been criminal charges brought against McCabe. I don't know if he'll ever see the inside of a jail cell, but I imagine he will be convicted uh, on something. Um, but Strzok would be the next in line. I, I, I do think that Strzok would be the next in line for this, and Lisa Page is going to be a huge part of it until we get low-ranking members of the FBI who do know things uh, subpoenaed. Because remember, they need to be subpoenaed because otherwise they could put face, uh, you know, career backlash and things like that. They have to be subpoenaed. So until that happens, if it does happen, I think Lisa Page is the next step in this uh, hopeful uh, snowball effect um, that that takes out all of the bad actors in the FBI. Yeah, that's kind of what if, if Strzok's going to be nervous, it's going to be because basically they took Lisa Page in behind closed doors and uh we all know i mean women are pretty easily intimidated with shit like that i don't care if she's a fucking attorney in the fbi whatever that's that's nonsense she's still female i mean she might be a sociopath but she's still female uh once you start threatening pensions and your people's livelihoods uh that's when things really start getting interesting especially when you're considering you know it's a possibility there could be charges I'd like it. I'd like to see just one after the other. And I think you could even see McCabe do it. Uh, you know, just kind of He's sell at, some people down the river. He has asked for immunity. So, yes. you know. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. And he, yeah, we talked about that. And that, yeah, that, that's, that's basically what we both said was uh, you don't ask for that unless you're willing to give something big up, especially when you're talking about the FBI. There's quite a bit going on that I mean I know you're you're still team sessions uh which is that's fine one of us is going to be right I'm on the fence I'm on the fence Well I mean I I I don't I don't even know if I 
like want you to be right or me to be right more. I mean, I just want it. I just want justice to be served. But a thing that we need to remember is like a lot of these people, most of these people, eh, nothing's really going to happen to them as far as like going to jail. Like they're not going to get raped by Jamal or anything like that in prison. But it's it's almost worse to be, you know, they're not going to get the uh, Paul Manafort treatment that, you know, what they're doing to him right yeah. now, uh, which is you know, just ridiculous. Um, but to be totally financially destitute, to get, you know, Michael Flynn, uh, because, I mean, really what's going to happen to Michael Flynn is he's just, they've ruined him financially. And then now he's gotten some job at some other place or whatever. And I was never a really big Flynn fan anyway. I just don't like uh, justice to not be served or, uh, you know, I don't like seeing injustices. Um, and, you know, it's 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 unfortunate what uh, happened to Michael Flynn, but he's always kind of an asshole anyway. I mean, dude, like, how do you get fired from two administrations? Like, Obama fired Michael Flynn. Trump fucking fired Michael Flynn. It's like, Michael Flynn's just a fucking asshole. He's just stupid, all right? Like, yeah, I don't think he's very bright. No, I mean, excellent general. You know, <laughs> but yeah. just, you know, it's like, you should have just, let's, you know, I mean, jackass. Uh, really good at ki- uh, killing people. Uh, really giant fucking ego. Yeah, he's, he's just a dumbass. But the uh, to see these people absolutely destroyed financially, uh, r- largely unemployable. I mean, some places will hire him or whatever, but they will never live down uh what happened and then in some weird little history books or whatever they'll be remembered as the biggest piece of shit ever uh that's that's how you really get these people is uh, not even so much their money or anything uh as much as just their their legacy that their their perceived legacy but uh the, the the hitting them in the in the wallet definitely definitely gives them um gives them an issue because like how do you how how would you like to be one of those people that is just for the for the, from now until the end of time you're famous for being a big old piece of shit? That's got to sting. It's got to really yeah. really hurt. Yeah, especially you know with the ego that these people do carry, and I am still very hopeful. You know, like I said before, that might be why Sessions is doing absolutely fucking nothing is because he's hopefully, and I still do have hope. Uh, doing things behind the scenes quietly uh my god i fucking hope so man because not so much because i i don't care if i'm wrong uh it'd be the first time in my entire life obviously but uh (laughs) you know i just i i i really hope there's some you know upper echelon people in the department of justice who are really hammering this i i i that's how you drain the swamp. I mean, shit like this. I, I'm, I'd love to see it. I mean, it would be nice. I don't really, I don't know. We could have this discussion all day, and we're just going to have to wait for it to, to happen. I, I'm just not sure how much I really buy the whole silent assassin sessions uh, stuff. But he, he, I did say, I have said it before, I think the guy is a complete retard, which uh, you disagree, but I think he's fucking stupid. No, I I just think he's in over his head is basically it. I mean, I think he just, he didn't understand what he was getting himself into. It's a really big job. He's doing a great job of, you know, busting pedos and shit like that. And that's nice and all. Um, I just, uh, I don't think he's like really equipped to 
handle the being in the Trump administration where somebody like Trey Gowdy absolutely would be. You know, you've got to have a certain attitude um, to be in the Trump administration. And I just don't think Sessions has it. I think he's just a nice old man. He can't take the heat the way somebody like Trey Gowdy would. I mean, we saw like, listen, I, 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 I miss Sean Spicer. Don't get me wrong, but Sarah Huckabee Sanders, way better press secretary. Uh, you got to have a certain swagger to you to be part of the Trump administration. And I just don't think old Seshi boy has it. It's, uh, you either got it or you don't. That's that's really what I'll it is. I'll take that job. Oh, dude. Uh, well, no, because then I have to do the show by myself. That would be terrible. <sighs> You'd manage. I get I, As long as you give me, like, press credentials, though. We could, uh, yeah, I could do that. And uh, we could just find some other Jew to fill in for me instead of, you know myself there we go two lives jew the real two live jew <laughs> yeah we started that shit first the fuck loomer loomer and jacob wool stealing our fucking brand absolute oh, bullshit jacob wool is so bad he's a jackass i don't know i'm not gonna whatever i don't yeah right to bryden exposing the nose Okay, so you know by now that 12 Russian agents were indicted by the Mueller investigation. Uh, this means fuck all. Do you remember when the troll farms were investi- uh, were indicted by the uh, Mueller investigation and T.S. Ellis was like, ah, well, no, T.S. Ellis, uh, when talking about Manafort, was like, listen, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Everybody who is anybody over in D.C. knows exactly what's going on. It's just a matter of two competing sides, and they don't care about you. Uh, Spicky and I care more about you guys than they do. And, uh, well, it's not a lot, guys. I'm sorry. Um, it's not a lot. Nothing can happen from this. This is completely symbolic, and it's just going into the uh, Helsinki uh, summit, meetup, whatever you want to call it, high-five session. I, I don't know what they do. They, they, you know, hire hookers to be on beds or something. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. But... You've, you've got these, you know, the, the indictments of these 12 agents. Before we really get more into this, I want to go ahead and remind everybody how Russia works. Dude, if you live in Moscow, you are in some way related to the Kremlin. All right? It's, it's, just, it's just the way that it is. But fine. We'll say we've got 12 Russian agents who had Twitter accounts. Now, there is this. There is this great, great little little clip that I want to play for you guys. Um, Rod Rosenstein, who might be on his way out. We'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, he, uh, he did a press conference here, and here's just some, some clips from it that actually came from uh, the GOP Twitter account, so I didn't do the editing. There's no allegation in this indictment that the Americans knew they were corresponding with Russian intelligence officers. Boom! There's no allegation in this indictment that any American citizen committed a crime. Bing! There's no allegation that the conspiracy changed the vote count or affected any election result. Bababoosh! Yeah, what do you what do you uh, what do you have to say about that, media? What do you what do you what do you have to say about that? Oh, well, let's go to the Daily Beast. Guccifer 2.0 is a Russian intelligence officer. Does that mean the Trump team colluded? Well, no. And they got a big old picture of uh, our old buddy Roger Stone, who, what a laughable little elf he is. 
and actually might be a slightly younger version of Jeff Sessions. We we really don't know. I mean, there's a space-time continuum that we really can't... Uh... Great troll, though. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. Um, but uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Barbara McQuaid uh, over here wrote a very uh, interesting article uh, from the Daily Beast. The link between Russia and Trump campaign that special counsel Robert Mueller has been looking for may finally have materialized, except it didn't. On Friday, the Daily Beast reported that the hacker of the Democratic uh, National Committee emails known as Guccifer 2.0 is in fact a Russian intelligence officer. The Daily Beast further reported that Mueller has, uh, <laughs> has brought onto his team the FBI investigator who tracked down the intelligence officer. Reportedly, Guccifer 2.0 inadvertently revealed his identity by failing to conceal his use of a Russian computer server on one occasion. You know, because that's nobody... Jesus, fuck. Although the intelligence community had speculated that Guzzi 2.0 was Russian, until now, that fact had not been publicly confirmed. This news is significant for what it could mean to the Mueller investigation. And, uh, you know, then they just, you know, it goes on here. And it doesn't really matter. Uh, funny thing about the Daily Beast, they're full of butts. They're just not uh, not on it uh, in in any such way. Uh, they they wrongly we're going to get to Elon later, but they wrongly reported uh, about Elon. Now, I, uh, I I've been a long time kind of skeptic about how much Russian involvement there actually was, and forgive me, this is a stupid outlook as it as it actually might be, but we were talking earlier about how the British like really heavily involved in our. Uh, our, you know, political uh, ups and downs and our political fights over here in the only country that matters, the United States of America. And then, oh gosh, where did that steel dossier come from? Oh yeah! <laughs> from a fucking foreigner. So, strange that these people aren't being indicted. Twitter suspends two accounts linked to 12 Russians indicted by Mueller. This comes from uh, Reuters. On Friday, a federal grand jury charged 12 Russian intelligence officers with hacking Democratic computer networks in 2016. In the most detailed U.S. accusation yet uh, that Moscow meddled in the election to help Republican Donald Trump. Twitter said on Saturday it had suspended accounts DC Leaks underscore and Guccifer underscore two that were named in the indictment, which alleges a wide-ranging conspiracy involving sophisticated hacking and staged release of documents. The indictment alleges uh, that from around June 2016, the conspirators released tens of thousands of stolen emails and documents using fictitious online for personas, including DC Leaks and Guccifer 2.0. Yeah, that... Um, I... <sighs> I'm Jimmy the Neck on Twitter, at Factual Face. Like, uh, fictitious online persona right there. All right. I, Jesus, fuck. In a statement on Saturday, a Twitter spokesperson said, the accounts have been suspended for being connected to a network of accounts previously suspended for operating in violation of our rules. So that doesn't mean anything. That means that you said fuck once, and, and it wasn't followed by Trump. Twitter in recent months has purged people, yada, yada. Friday's indictment was the first by Mueller that directly charges the Russian government with meddling in the election. The Kremlin denies it interfered. 
Speaking at a cybersecurity conference in Philadelphia on Saturday, U.S. Homeland Security uh, Secretary Kirsten Nielsen said the indictments proved that the United States will not tolerate interference in our democratic process and that there will be consequences for foreign meddling. I got nothing from that. Did you guys get anything from that? Because what I got from that was some fucking assholes in Russia had a political opinion about what was going on here. Connection to the Kremlin means fuck all. It doesn't Dude, like, I, how many people that work for the government, work for the federal government, are making tweets about what way they want Israel to go? And I'm sure, you know, these are mainly people of a certain ethno-religious background, but hey, a lot of the time, maybe not. Are they interfering? It's just dumb. This is all for show. And what it's going to be used for is an excuse to drag this out further than September. Where is Giuliani on this, by the way? Where the fuck has he been? Did I miss something? Did he get fired? I'm asking, seriously. Did he get fired? What happened? Where's this, uh, we're going to have it done by, you know, wrapped up in a couple weeks, and then we're going to have it done by September. Where's he at? They're just going to use it to, you know, keep going on. This is all they have. After they don't uh, stop Kavanaugh, of which there's no way to stop it, they're going to go back into the Russia shit. There's nothing left to do. It's soaking up money. It's just preventing a sitting president from being able to do his job to the best of his ability. I don't know if this thing's going to ever stop. They don't ever really stop. They're just going to rip through the lives of anybody that they can just get at that ever supported Trump, but they're not going to be able to get at the president for that. There's nothing there, and they know it. What a bunch of fucking pieces of shit. It's, uh, it's tiresome, man. It, it, it's fucking, it's, it's pretty irritating. One thing I, I, I just happened to catch on my timeline the other day was uh, in regards to the uh, Guccifer 2.0, was Lee Stranahan on Twitter said that uh, he is one of the relatively small number of journalists who communicated with Guccifer 2.0. He says, I've discussed this publicly a number of times for over a year. I've never been contacted by the FBI or anyone on Mueller's team, not particularly impressed by the thoroughness yet. You would think that that would be something that they would do. It wasn't just him. It was a couple other people as well. But, um, man, it, they're just, we're going to ban these two random accounts and we're going to make a big deal out of it. Small point. Um, there's there's nothing. These people, there's nothing. This means nothing at all to anybody. Being ties to the Kremlin, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. That's about as vague as it gets. Yeah. It, uh, do you live in Russia? Well, you have some ties to the Kremlin. It, It is all for show. And I'm wondering when the Republicans are going to get off of their ass here. Uh, this comes from the Hill. Conservatives moving to impeach Rosenstein soon. Report. Like that, that's a terrible headline. You guys are fucking terrible with this. Conservative lawmakers in the House are preparing to impeach Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, Politico reported Friday. Sources told the publication that conservatives have been preparing to have Rosenstein impeached for weeks over allegations that he's held up their investigation into FBI agents who some lawmakers say are biased against President Trump. 
Uh, House Freedom Caucus uh, leaders Mark Meadows and Jim Jordan are leading the effort, and the impeachment document could be filed as soon as Monday. So hopefully this does happen. I've been hearing a lot of squawking from the Republicans saying they're going to impeach Rosenstein. Rosenstein should not have ever been fucking involved with this. Uh, it, it, he was he was part of the reason any of this crap started. So it, I'll believe it when I see it, but I'm starting to even become frustrated. I know that their hands are, are kind of tied. There's only so much that they can really do. But this is, I mean, this is how they, they start to just... I think it's just going to bog down any more of wrapping up this investigation. You know, if they do impeach Rosenstein, like, because that's going to be used as a selling point for, well, now we got to, you know, we got, we got to do, do more uh, with it and be a little bit more in depth because the Republicans are being, uh, are obstructing the investigation. Now, I know that Donald Trump has more information on this than, than the public does. Um, I'm just not sure why he doesn't, uh, have all of this information released, frankly. I mean, you know, he, he knows there's these, all of these transcripts and everything. I mean, uh, but you got to understand, I guess, trying to get into the mind of Trump. He wants to do it the right way. He can't just do big swinging dick executive orders like uh, that black guy we let run everything did. You, you got to go through Congress and you got to go through the right thing. It's just frustrating. I don't. I mean, do do you think these assholes are actually going to impeach Rosenstein? Because I don't fucking see it happening. I don't I see it happening in the least bit. Because I'm not. I'm not seeing a lot of swift action happening here, like ever. It's. I I understand there's a process, but it's frustrating. Yeah, I don't think they are, but I also don't see why they're not trying, or haven't tried previous to this. Uh... It fucking wears on you, man. Just every fucking week, it's something else. I would like to see this guy gone. I would like to see this investigation fucking done because they're just making shit up at this point. Well, they're maybe, just, it's so fucking fake and gay. Well, maybe Lisa Page's uh, testimony in the closed hearing might, you know, be able to be used to kind of push this a little bit further. I mean, if it has been that the DOJ has made no uh, real attempt to you know, let the FBI know, like, hey, we need to talk to you motherfuckers. Uh, Rosenstein would be responsible for that as the deputy attorney general who is, uh, you know, standing in in this matter for uh, for sessions while he's like busting child porn rings or whatever, um, which, you know, God bless him for that. But, you know, a, a big thing that I'm excited about here, too, is Rand Paul uh, says, stop the witch hunt, start protecting against cyber attacks. So in an interview on uh, State of the Union on CNN, Paul called it a waste of time saying uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin needs to admit that his spies hacked into the Democratic email servers and apologize. He's not going to admit uh, admit he did it. And we uh, and we can't take on face value anything they tell us if we have proof that they did it, which sounds like we did. We should uh, now spend our time protecting ourselves instead of having this witch hunt on the president. So that's true, except we've got to remember that uh, when the FBI went to the DNC and said, seems like you were hacked, they said, we're going to handle this internally. They're going to handle this internally? 
what are, I mean, I, I I can only imagine what they were hiding. I mean, the obvious stuff is is uh, you know plotting against Bernie Sanders and, and and all of that. And I believe that the emails released by WikiLeaks were real. Julian Assange says that hey, that wasn't uh, Russia that gave it to us. I am inclined to believe him. I do believe it was Seth Rich, and I believe that that is why Seth Rich is dead today. Uh, I yeah, they should focus on the on the cybersecurity, but apparently they tried to uh, hack the RNC as well. And if the way that the uh, conspiracy theorists uh, uh, from the Hillary camp were making it out to be with the Russian interference, wouldn't there have been uh, these leaks from the RNC by now, of which there has been none? All they can say is, well, Putin is controlling him. How? How has this happened? I haven't seen Donald Trump act in any way that has been of any great gain to Vladimir Putin. And yet I hear, hear it from, you know, Joe, I killed my intern Starbro on Morning Joe uh, when he was uh, addressing how the president handled the NATO breakfast. There's just, this is a no-win situation, and you've got to pull the fucking plug on this thing eventually. It's beyond frustrating. I think I'm, I'm happy to see the Republicans over in D.C. start to get a little bit of more of a handle on their balls. And they're doing this because they realize this is how you keep your job because the American people are fed up with it. The only people that believe this fucking investigation, this witch hunt, are SNL. And they're just pandering to a crowd of cat ladies. SNL hasn't been funny for a very long time. It's... I could see this lasting the entire presidency. You got to pull a fucking plug on it eventually. And all of this was under Obama's watch. All of this, you know, uh, warned about. Uh, the, who was it warned about? The uh, I want to say Jim Jordan warned about Russian meddling. And then you get Obama saying, like, you'd have to be crazy to think that that could ever happen. That's because they thought Hillary was going to win. And I'm not even sure on what meddling is at this point. Like, oh, yeah, you had shitty defense, so they hacked your shit. Like, yeah, that's going to happen, dum-dum. Like, America's not out there, like, hacking shit. Like, I mean, you know, get it together. It's just, I don't know. I don't know, Spicky. It's just, it's a little frustrating. Yeah, it's definitely going to last till at least, uh, like I said, after, you know, the 2018 election. They're going to just keep finding fake and gay shit like this to drag it on forever unless somebody does something to put their fucking foot down. It has to happen, man. This is getting fucking old. Two fucking years, and they have. Uh, they have Paul Manafort. They have Paul Manafort, Flynn. Uh, you know they're fucking up Papadopoulos's uh, life, but his wife now has been like he was not a Ru- he was not communicating with the Russians. He was working with Israel. So interesting thing there. You know. Well, you remember when they uh, went after Michael Cohen? Uh, right. For- yeah. For beating like uh, some Russians in the the Czech Republic, I think it was, and he wasn't there. Like they just they ran with that. The breaking fucking news everywhere. They ran with that for a week, and he's like, "No, I, I literally wasn't there. I I have receipts." Like, it was a different oh, Michael Cohen. <laughs> yeah, it was a different Michael Cohen. Uh, like, no, 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 you you were there. No, I really wasn't. Here's the receipts, and then finally that just went away. Nobody ever retracted the story, or if they did, it was very quietly you know 
Uh, it's just, man. I, I don't. Even, do these twelve Russians even exist? Allegedly, I mean, and I, you know, they're never going to be extradited. They're ne it's never going to fucking happen. I mean, I do think it's funny though. I mean, the last time Mueller tried to pull some stunt like this, those, uh, you know, bot farms, troll farms, or whatever, were like, all right. Give us discovery. Let's do this. And it was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's all symbolic. And it's just, I mean, dude, you know, he's getting paid. Okay. And I, 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 I don't, uh, I don't think most of these people are necessarily evil, uh, as much as they are just self-absorbed sociopathic pieces of shit. And yeah, they like the power and they like the money. So it's just fuck dude. The, it, I want to say that it'll be done by like 2019, but I really could see this just lasting just for fucking ever. I mean, I, I would imagine at the end of four years and being reelected, that's when he could probably say like, okay, look, this is, this is going nowhere. This is just fucking pointless. Um, hopefully he does that after 2018, but that's it. As soon as you pull the plug on something like that, there's going to be even more just hell to pay from the, the very loud and annoying retards that actually believe this shit. Like, you lost an election, guys. Like, it's not the end of the fucking world. The Supreme Court seats are... Yeah, they're the end of your world. But, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I think uh, once this is all said and done, you're going to see 25... Like, once they finally wrap it up, they're like, yep, yeah, we found nothing. Or, you know found really stupid fucking gay shit that doesn't involve donald trump you're gonna see like 25 percent of the country down on their knees crying like that faggot at the inauguration good yes and i can't fucking wait uh that's that's i can't that's why i i'm so anxious for it to get over with just so i can see that so i can see people fucking crying in the streets and you know they're gonna fucking these people are gonna go after mueller after that they're gonna fucking Yep, he's now colluding with Russia, you know? Like, like they're just not going to stop. It's fucking, it's, well, it's so tiresome. Well, that's going to be definitely an interesting thing to watch as, uh, you know, the, the Democrats are, do seem to be tearing themselves apart, and they're going to start blaming each other. They're going to be blaming the socialists. They're going to be blaming the people, you know, that are, are cucks in their eyes and not going full, you know, comrade and all of that. And I wonder if they're going to start to b blame specific groups like, you know, blacks or gays or anything like that. And they'll definitely start blaming people. Uh, like, I mean, do you remember during 2016 how they loved Comey, hated Comey, and then all of that? And like, you know, that guy, Comey's a that guy that a knows. Hero. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's everybody. Comey's a guy that knows how to make everybody fucking hate him. But, you know. <laughs> piece of shit he's yeah. a retard his, his twitter account is the weirdest fucking thing yeah he just stands in fields and shit what the fuck like <laughs> yeah yeah he's like uh i'm seven feet tall look <laughs> at me I'm like what the fuck are you doing it's, just, you, it's not a good look man it's it's just him like standing next to a uh a fucking uh uh spacex thing oh man we almost we almost forgot about this story uh do you mind if we go long spicky no okay yeah we're gonna go long um Almost, I almost forgot about this story. Our, our, our uh, sponsor would have been very upset. You are listening to Right to Bryden, making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. So I'm definitely waiting to see uh, <laughs> Comey standing in front of a, uh, a SpaceX rocket 
Um, that's that's going to be pretty fantastic. But we were talking about how pieces of shit the fucking Daily Beast were. And they ran what is just not true. They ran an article uh, that said Elon Musk unmasked as top donor to House Republican PAC. Well, uh, now the, the most recent receipts are not available, but uh, the receipts that are out there, I, I didn't think I have them. Let me see. Uh, no, I don't. Whatever. I don't. Guys, we don't do show prep. Like, well, that's a lie, but we definitely get all of the information <laughs> somewhat together, and then me and Spicky have a bunch of beers, and then we come and yell at you for being, you know, not as great and observant as we are. Sometimes we're a little low of energy, but it's the way that it is. It's hot out, okay? Wait till the winter. We'll have the good shows in the winter. But. Elon Musk unmasked as top donor to House Republican PAC. <laughs> Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk has been revealed as a top donor to a Republican PAC aimed at keeping control of Congress. Filings published by ProPublica. ProPublica is a bunch of fucking pieces of shit. Fuck those people. This weekend show Musk contributed $38,900 to the Protect the House PAC. Joining the likes of casino magnate Sheldon Adelson and Houston Texans owner Robert McNair in the pack's top 50 donors. The pack raised more than $8 million in the second quarter of Republican lawmakers hoping to fend off Democratic challengers. Musk, who called his claims, uh, <laughs> claims that he's a top donor <laughs> to the GOP categorically false, has had a history of donating to both parties. Oh, good, and here it is right here. Uh, I was trying to be a campaign commercial. Um, and one day, we'll, one day we'll just, when we retake South Africa, we'll just make Elon Musk the president down there. But, uh, yeah, so he ended up, I mean, it's, it's like some retarded number. Like, he only donated like $30,000 more to... Uh, republicans than he did democrats and like his like sierra club shit is just through the roof um and you know if you're a billionaire right you want to have a seat at both tables you want to make sure you keep everyone happy you want to be on everyone's good side because you run a fucking huge multinational conglomerate and uh you don't want to have your shit fucked yeah Republicans might be a little bit more towards being friendly to him, but the guy's not hurting for the money. All right. He's really not. Uh, what I think is more obscene is just how much money this guy just donates. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty fucking wild. Uh, and uh, you know, we like Elon. We love Elon. We think he's great. And I don't know where he leans politically. Uh, I don't particularly care. I'd like to imagine because I like him, he's more on my side. Um, but the backlash that he's been getting recently from the left-leaning organizations and people and names uh, might be enough to get him to come over to this side. It's uh, It's definitely funny. If you read any elon musk tweet it's some fucking piece of shit under it uh like uh immediately under this tweet reports that i am a top donor to the gop or categorically false i am not a top donor to any political party libby watson who i have no idea who this chick is she's a blue check mark no idea who she is 
politics at Splinter News British. Send me tips, Libby.Watson at SplinterNews.com. So everybody do that, Libby.Watson at SplinterNews.com. Go ahead and send her the tip of your dick. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say <laughs> dick pics for days, boys. Get it done. Uh, that's it. That's the new OIWD. Uh, it doesn't have to be your dick, just any dicks. Yeah. I don't recommend sending your dick, but uh, do somebody's. Just just as many as you can. You know, big ones, small ones, in-betweeners, circumcised, cut, you're good. Just just flood that bitch's inbox with, with just pee-pees dicks, for days. Dicks and prolapsed assholes. That yeah. gets it done. Yeah, just let her know. Just let her know. She's fucked. <laughs> um, so so she, she goes, you're such a stupid, shitty liar. All lowercase letters, by the way. Uh, journalists uh, doing this one. yeah yeah journals all lowercase letters and everything you know absolute winner uh next tweet because one could not contain her rage he is stupidly and shittily lying about what was even reported which wasn't that he's a top donor to the gop as a whole but a top donor last quarter to the house gop pact hey why not make a misleading straw man if uh, you've got thousands of moronic followers to retweet you fucking moron hey uh at libby c watson um, have you heard about the Musk bros? Have you heard about what happens? You dummy, you fat cunt. Because it doesn't actually make a difference. He still should answer for how he can pretend to care about climate change and also donate $38,000 to a party that denies climate change exists. But he won't because he's found a halfway decent way to lie about it. Okay, first of all, dumb dumb. $38,000 to Elon Musk is a fart. Okay. Like, I get it. You're broke. I understand the feeling. To me, $38,000 is a lot of money. Uh, you can get a Tesla Model 3 uh, for for 35000 but that has none of the bells and whistles on it. And, like, I would love one just because it's, you know, it's Tesla and Elon's amazing and we love him and he uh, endorses and funds this show. That's why Spicky and I actually don't have to work, you know, um, at all. We just, we do this show full time. That's why it's so good, right? Uh <laughs> But he responds, calm, uh, oh no, this is somebody else. No, he didn't respond to this. Somebody else uh, responded there. Eon Musk says, calm down, I do what I can, and then uh, uh, sent an e- e- Medium article there. Uh, Elon, it looks like, did not respond to this. I don't know why he would. Uh, he seems to just respond to like random people, honestly. Like, he'll just, fight. I, I think I, he just searches his name and somebody's like, Elon Musk is a prick, and he's like, Fuck you, whoop whoop, I love juggalos, I'm a socialist. He did reply to a couple people, though. I don't know if they must, he must have deleted them. Elon I saw struck it. me as the type to delete, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I swear, I, I was when I was looking at this earlier, I, uh, I'm pretty sure he did, but, uh, and I didn't get duped by that fake account either, because I did pick that up, but, uh. I thought for a second, I was like, he changed his name to Ion Musk. That seems weird. What's he up to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he What is he doing? Midlife crisis? Uh, He's like our age, dude. He's not old. I know, I know. It's fucking... It's, <laughs> it's upsetting, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. But he's donated to both parties the entire time. You know, like, basically, from what I see, back to 2003... I know he donated to Obama. Um, you know, he just, yeah. I mean, because like, why wouldn't you? It's, it's just, it's, why wouldn't you? Uh, 
But uh, another another cool thing he did because like listen, everybody's just gonna shit on Elon one because he's a winner and everybody wishes they were Elon Musk, and two there was some crap with some unions a while back or whatever. So now the left is upset with him and uh, he you know he hates the media, which is nice. Cannot wait for Pravda to start, uh, hoping it does. Um, but you know when Elon says he wants to do something, he does it. But speaking of him like yelling at people on Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk has called a British diver who helped rescue schoolboys from a flooded cave in Thailand, Pedo Guy, on Twitter. The entrepreneur's outburst came after diver Vern Unswarth, or Unsworth, I don't know, told Mr. Musk to stick his submarine where it hurts after describing his offer to help with a miniature uh, submersible as a PR stunt. Mr. Musk traveled to the Tam Leong, I don't know, caverns over in that place where all those Thai kids were stuck. Uh, this week, uh, and presented a six-foot submarine uh, where he could say he could help, you know, all those kids and shit. We talked about it. Um, so, yeah, he, he told that he, he called that guy a pedo guy. Um, the whole it being a PR stunt, you might have seen a little bit of that. That in no way could ever be because he went after the media. All of this... He's a top GOP donor. Thank you, Daily Beast, you, you fucking retards. Couldn't have been because he went after the media. In no way is this backlash for him not, uh, you know, sucking their little Peters. That would never happen. They aren't a bunch of vindictive pieces of shit. We know better than that. They're nice people, right? After facing backlash for the comment, the Bailey Earner added, Bet you a dollar, <laughs> bet you a signed dollar, it's true. Uh,. I'm gonna be uh, I'm 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 gonna be surprised and uh, tickled pink when we find out that this motherfucker's a pedo, because apparently he met him over in Thailand and something didn't sit well with uh, with Mr. Musk. Um, I'm sure people are gonna be digging into it. Pretty good, uh, pretty good fucking roast though, and I don't see that tweet anymore either i'm looking through his timeline now because i remember what the the reply was to uh it was uh it was somebody saying uh that he had donated to a super pack and he said no that is categorically untrue and then they sent you know whatever the the screen grab was from the article and uh it was to just a regular pack which you know whatever but uh I don't see the pedo guy one either. That's uh, a shame. Maybe maybe Elon is actually uh, starting to realize he's like, oh, shit, they're going to suspend me from Twitter. <laughs> like, I think he's got a long way to go before that happens. Because uh, I think at this point, many more people are intrigued by Elon being on Twitter and uh, grilling these people. Elon would be a great path, to, especially pushing him, because that's kind of what they're doing. They're fucking... How come you're not involved in politics? Oh, look, you're involved in politics. You're a fucking scumbag. Well, it's uh, the wrong side of politics, Spicky. You yeah. can't can't be on the side of industry and creation. He needs to be on the side of uh, uh, trannies and and you know not making any money. Fuck him for not you know sending all his money to Africa. What a dick. Yeah, it's uh, that's a good way to push the guy to the right, which they're doing. Uh, so fucking often they really are uh they're they're just they're gonna keep fucking 
they're gonna keep driving these people our way, and a guy like Elon Musk would be a, a pretty good one to steal. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I just uh, that it. I mean, it, what a fucking great way! It just he's roasting fucking journalists, and then they just they all go fucking nuts. Well, that's because they. I mean, they want to talk about like white male fragility and all of that shit. These fucking fart sniffing assholes and stuff. But we need to uh, maybe. Okay, Spicky, we need to co-write an article on New Media Central uh, about the fragility of journalists. Um, you know, they they really. If you just you just poke them, just poke them a little, they lose their fucking minds. It's amazing. Pieces of fucking shit. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll 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 try to conduct some interviews. Yeah, that'll be good. Hey, why are you guys such limp-wristed faggots? <laughs> oh God, we got anything else on Elon before we do the uh, last one here on uh, Chicago? Nope. All right. Uh... From the OIWD studios, this is Right to Brighton. If you were up late last night, you might have uh, seen a little stream that I did, uh, which is available on the Periscope. I took it off of the YouTube. Um, and obviously, if you're listening on Spreaker, you don't get the fun stuff that I do. You got to go to got to go to either Factual Face on Twitter or YouTube.com slash Brian Proctor to, you know, not only get the live shows, but just the, the real action. Sometimes I just, uh, you know, like I downloaded San Andreas the other day. I might I might just play that and you know that that can't be racist at all uh there was uh there was a a protest black lives matter seems to have uh made their way into the public eye yet again um conveniently right before elections but uh, they've been laying dormant for a while but it doesn't seem that they quite have the funding that they used to there was a protest in chicago a a cop had uh fatally shot an armed man it's very important that you understand that he didn't just have arms he had a gun uh everybody who was at that protest said that he didn't have a gun he didn't have a gun it was only and at the time i didn't know uh you know if he did or not the only reports were coming out they suspected uh that he did and he was stopped for questioning and then he turned to leave is what i heard and then he was shot in the back and was killed this is a 20-year-old dude. He uh, had a 5-year-old kid, which is sad. Okay, it's sad that, you know, that that kid, just dad got killed. But do that, the timing on that. I mean, if you have a kid at 15, you're probably not going to have a good time in life. I mean, it's just kind of be honest here. And, and no, no offense to any of the listeners that had children young like that. But, uh, you know, you know, I mean, you know, you're smart enough to know that it was a bad decision. And, uh you know things were harder for you but you're blessed with your bundle of joy or what have you and i, I wish you the best and we're, we're glad you're here but if you're 15 you should not be having children um because we're not amish there was uh there, there was quite the protest i i only caught really the end of it uh when they had uh were yelling at the police outside of the third district uh police station pretty much calling for race war You've got to go back and look at the Periscope. It was bizarre. Uh, you yes. had it was it was bad, right? Like it was like and you know, shut down the police and we police ourselves. Well, do it in word. Like, I think they are. I think they are trying to do that by uh, shooting and killing each other. There actually, 
it was you know it, it was it was pretty bizarre but we did find out um that this fella uh was it, his name's like harith something like that did in fact have have a firearm it looks like it's yet another one of these cases where what the hell He's not even supposed to be carrying uh, a firearm. He didn't have a license for it. There is no concealed carry in Chicago. It has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. Um, but he did have did have a gun. But that did not stop the uh, the the geniuses, the the absolute brain trust of Chicago residents from causing quite a uh, kerfuffle. There were apparently four arrests, which I think seems low, but you know, these are only the four arrests related to the protest, I guess. And I, I, I think it's just because it's summer, honestly. Like it's now just gotten hot enough that like now they just want to burn things down. Like this always happens, you know, when it's when it's hot out, people get a little crazy and all of that. But the really less so about uh, about this particular protest over in Chicago, but more so the timing is what I want to talk about. We had not seen many of these for a while. Uh, you know, I think everybody remembers that fateful summer where they just, like, burnt down Baltimore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's strange that this would pop up again. And when I was watching the live stream, there was one guy who was really into instigating. I mean, they were all, you know, kind of on edge there. But one guy in particular, and I had to think, I think that fellow might be a police officer. And I, maybe he was trying to bait them into something or whatever, but the reporting on it, or rather lack thereof, uh, and then the backlash, the timing just, I, I, I don't want to have on a, a tinfoil hat here, but the timing of the, of, of the coverage of all of this, it just seems a little too uh, coincidental because obviously the, 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 the blacks, were yelling at the police officers that they're Trumpers. I even had heard at one point uh, before I started uh, streaming it that they're Russians. I mean, these were just the words of retards. It was, you know, it was very obvious. But it's that timing that uh, it's just a little too much. It's not like this is the only guy, the black fella, that, has been shot by the police in Chicago for a while. I mean, that's just happens. It's it's Chicago. The timing. That's what gets me spicky. I don't know. I mean, this is more paranormies territory, but like it's just it it it's just too convenient for me. Yeah, uh I guess really the only question I would have is did QAnon predict this? That's uh that's the big question here. Yeah. I think that the timing is real peculiar. I mean, I'm not a big uh, conspiracy guy, but I think it's been proven time and time again that Black Lives Matter was pretty well funded. This, uh, this, I don't. It didn't strike me as organic. You know, it's not just a, a bunch of black people coming to hang out and yell at cops. It struck me as uh, somebody sent out the black signal and. Uh, they they went running. They uh they they're they're kind of waking back up in the middle of the summer. It'd be ideal if they burnt Chicago down. It'd be nice to start that hellhole over because it is a fucking piece of shit. But uh, yeah, they're gonna uh, they're I, I think I think we're gonna see it more and more coming up. You know, right before the election, kind of get that uh, that black vote. 
Well, honestly, it's only good for us if more of this happens. Um, yeah. They don't see it that way, though. They don't understand. I don't even think the entire left understands that that's the case. Well, I don't think that the the people that would be funding such a thing or orchestrating such a thing uh, are really even convinced that they're going to win electorally in November. A thing that does uh, kind of concern me quite quite a bit is what happens after they get blown the fuck out in November? I, I think we're absolutely going to see riots in a lot of major cities, and you're going to see Maxine Waters cheering them on. Um, there's there's going to be hell to pay for not giving these people what they want, which is a bunch of free shit and, you know, your firstborn. There's going to be hell to pay for this, and it's uh, it's not going to look good, I don't think. It, it's uh, it's a little scary. I know people want to, like, sit and LARP about, like, oh, Rahoa and this all that. You're, you're, you know, you're not going to do that. You're some fucking fat nerd on the Internet. Like, shut up. I don't, you know, just knock it off. It will be not a great thing. Uh, it'll be potentially devastating to uh, the the economy, et cetera. I mean, I don't mean to just sit here and fear monger, but I am worried a little bit about what the repercussions of winning electorally in November um, will mean just for any real populated areas that are populated with, uh, you know, undesirable types. Yeah, it could get pretty bad. I, I think it will. And then, you know, they'll probably riot. They'll probably burn down their city. They'll probably burn down their own house and be like, yeah, now give me free shit. Yeah. <laughs> nope, not how it works, pal. Now you're fucked. But they are, uh, these are classic chimp outs. And I, I think you're right. I think uh, when they get blown the fuck out in November, it's going to be bad because I think that's the point where they're going to realize or in 2020, that's the point when they're going to realize, man, like, uh, you know, they fucked this up. The left has fucked this up so bad, especially after Trump won. It's just getting worse and worse and worse for them. They keep shooting themselves in the own foot. I, I think they're going to finally realize, like, we might be fucked for good. We're never going to get free shit ever again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, after we get Kavanaugh, old Ruth uh, uh, Bader Ginsburg dies and uh, we get somebody there, you know, get rid of affirmative action, things like that. Uh, we start, you know, fining people for not uh, going to mass. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me fucking started on that shit. Oh, man. Well, um, I don't know. We've gone we've gone for a little bit of a long one here. We're uh, for, for the commuters, probably about two and a half hours uh, for the for the live uh audience here we're a little bit longer than that um i do want to thank you guys for hanging out um i know we were kind of all over the place uh this time and uh you know that that's fine there's just so much fucking going on uh we are back every wednesday and sunday at 7 p.m eastern uh do appreciate all of your support um, do appreciate all of your, uh, you know, paying attention to us and stuff like that. That is not an invitation to talk to us at all, but, um, <laughs> yeah. in we, fact, please don't. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, if we know you already, you're probably pretty cool, but otherwise it's just you guys, I'm going to leave you with one thing. Please stop being so fucking weird. All right. You just gotta, gotta quit being so fucking weird. You got anything else to say here, Spicky, before we, uh, we hit the. 
the the new outro music because every time I tried to uh, load the the normal one, it just doesn't work. So if anybody knows a better uh, uh, a, a better soundboard to use uh, with the specifications that I want to be able to see the keys uh, that's not sound plant, please let me know. I'm not paying fifty dollars for this bullshit. So, uh, but yeah, you got anything to say to the old uh, passengers of the smart car of hate? Yeah, beware of uh, crazy internet stalkers like uh, my friend Glenn, who uh, is getting really, really fucking creepy. Uh, Keep your head on a swivel, folks, because some scary people out there. Yeah, all right. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Yeah.